All right. All right, let's just hope and pray that that worked. <laughs> I don't know why. We got Phil. Here. Phil's Phil, finally here. Yeah. Phil, Phil's in the house. Phil's finally here. I'm sure you guys have I heard about we put me. This up on, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I remember we put this up on the group chat. We put our first or our second podcast up. And then this guy had so many ideas. He's like, I want to get on this. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> just got to get my thoughts out to the world, you know. That's a very scary idea. I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of other people uh, agree with me. It's just they're too afraid to speak their like or voice their opinions right now because you know, <laughs> if you don't agree with them, you're automatically against them, right? Oh yeah. Did you guys see? Uh, did you guys see that protest in Toronto today? No. Was it the June Juneteenth? Uh, so there was a Juneteenth prote- protest. Why? Why are you laughing? Stupidest name I've ever heard. Um, they blocked Bay College, Adelaide, Richmond, and Young. Mans are just sitting in the middle of the road, like in the fucking scorching heat. What was this for? Uh, defunding the police. Huh. I have no idea how it correlates. I think it is we kind of need the police, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think they're. That's what I'm thinking. For the most part, especially in Toronto. For the most part, they're pretty helpful. Well, I just imagine if there's no police, then what's going to happen at Jane and Finch? It's going to be a war zone. Yeah. I mean, for your average calls, it'll be... Uh, <laughs> like you still need the police. Like, it's not something you right. completely get rid of, right? It's just, just because there's a lot of issues to this, but, like, you can't just... If there's a problem, get rid of it, you know, <laughs> through that means. Well, the problem, the thing about defunding the police, I think... I don't know why they use the word defunding. It's weird, because they just want to reallocate police money into training and like ethical courses and stuff like that they don't want to like get rid of their funding they want to just move it around a little bit but they use the word defund which immediately just means that make them all poor yeah yeah (laughs) it's the way they like the verbiage is kind of shitty if anything i feel like they should be funding the police more because they need more training more than anything exactly training in terms of de-escalating situations and whatnot but the underlying problem is I don't understand why sitting in the middle of the road is going to do anything all it's done is cause more traffic problems and good luck that's how you get things done they were there for 6 hours they got there in the afternoon at 12pm like when the sun is baking it was 32 degrees outside today and they sat there until 6 I'm sure I'm pretty sure people melted on the ground yeah so I mean I mean, that tactics clearly worked in the U.S. though, because Minneapolis abolished their police already. So, they, clearly, it's it's a did they get rid of the smart, police in Minneapolis or what? What happened there? Yeah, yeah, been following yeah they, the they've actually. So they're they're gonna within the year they're gonna fully get rid of their police department, and I, I don't know. See, so here's the thing too: is they say they want to defund the police and abolish the police, but I have not heard a valid backup plan. Yeah, like, how are you going to deal with crime that are any, like, all those other issues where you need police, right? I think they're running it on a more, like, social standpoint, where it's like you have citizens calling in, like, justice. I don't know. That's so fucked. I'm I'm going to citizens arrest you. (laughs) But (laughs) I would arrest everyone. I don't care. Is there a gun? What are the gun laws in Minneapolis? Can I just, like... Like be like a lone gunslinger, <laughs> whipping around with like a deagle, and they go and arrest crime. 
It's the I wild imagine west. Phil walking around. I imagine Phil walking around the streets of Minneapolis. This town ain't big enough for the two of us. But he loads up a twelve gauge shotgun. Boom. Oh, Red Dead Redemption, straight up. It's like Facts. that scene in Django. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, I mean, thankfully, it hasn't impacted Canada as much as it has the U.S. Because um, for the most part, the protests and riots have been pretty peaceful here, so we don't have to deal deal too much with that shit. Yeah, I, li- I like to think that we are a little more sane than Americans, but you know, I don't know. We're all, we're all pretty degenerate at this point as a society. Hey, but hey, but hey, you know, at least on the bright side, we have Crayola colors that match every skin color. Yeah, that's important. Very important. <laughs> uh, on behalf of all colorblind people, that is the worst idea I've ever heard. <laughs> Did they not have I'd that like before to, uh, in, like, the pastels pack or whatever, or is that... <laughs> I have no I don't idea. Know, like, <laughs> Yo, take this in. When I was in elementary school, I used to paint my skin green because <laughs> that's what it looked like to me, okay? <laughs> yeah, So now, now, but see, the thing is, here's the issue. When skin tones come out as, like, a Crayola pack, how are they going to name them? This is going to be an interesting thing to see because, like, Usually Crayola puts a, a stupid-ass <laughs> name to their colors, right? They have, like, weird, like, you know, fuchsia and, like, fucking, you know, magenta and all this kind of stuff. Like, what are they going to do for skin tones? Yeah, no, because I... You know, there's, like, seven shades of brown skin tone. They're going to have, what, Tamil, Sri Lankan? Yeah, because like, you know how, like, pencil crayons, like, those bougie ones, they would have, like, those, like, like sets. It's, like, all the colors, the rainbows one. And then they'd have, like, yeah, the pastel yeah. colors. And then, I mean, because they are, have already had that, but, I mean... I don't know, it wasn't that big of a deal before, but I guess it is now. Because well, it's just like, I mean, you adapt. It's like, okay, if you don't have a color that exactly matches your skin, take one that's the same kind of type and then just make it lighter or darker. Yeah, or or just like hard. blend too, if you're like an actual artist, <laughs> exactly. you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I used to do. I used to blend green and brown and my teacher would fail me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, basi- so, so basically the guy that complained about it, he said he's not being included. Or he, he didn't feel included as a kid. Uh-huh. You know, and it's a feeling that I hate to see in a child. So, you know... You I don't know, I turned out completely fine, so... I don't know what this guy, Victor Casali, is dealing with. I think it's because he yeah. didn't have, like, a, a proper, like, father that would just slap him upside the head for being, like, a weak-ass, like, pussy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, really? <laughs> Sometimes he's got to be straight up. <laughs> like, how bored do you have to be to, like, attack a Crayola, like, you know, like a crayon company? be like oh you're not doing skin tones like I feel like this guy just had nothing left in his day he's like you know what today I'm gonna make my mark on society yeah that's that's what it is man just wanted to be like special exactly. right he wanted to make his impact in some way and if yeah. if that's his way of doing it sure all the power to you mm-hmm. like you're that guy that that changed Crayola it's good for you <laughs> like you like. <laughs> it says in this uh, it says in this it says in the CTV article, in addition to the 24 crayon set, there's a 32 crayon set that includes four hair colors and four eye colors. That's not enough hair and eye colors. <laughs> he didn't include them all. No, like, I'm, I'm yeah. curious though, like, how do you have that much time in your hands to worry about Crayola colors, you know? Like, shouldn't you be working? I mean, taking care of your kids? <laughs> yeah. Like, your wife? Yeah, your, your kids, <laughs> your, your wife. Problems. 
Yeah, it should yeah. be a lot more pressing problems to deal with. Like, if anything, that says something about society as a whole. If we have that much time on our hands to I worry mean, about these, it's the same things. thing. It's the same thing as the Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben thing. Yeah, that you know, that that sickened me. <laughs> I mean, cause I mean, let's be real. No one, no one went to the grocery store and picked up Aunt Jemima and thought, you know, like, you know, looked at the logo. This is a symbol and, of racism. You, yeah. You know, it's you know, <laughs> I don't think anyone did until now. And it's literally the same. It's like literally the thing with everything now. Is no, that's what I'm saying. I think they've taken this too far. Like the original, like, the original issue was like George Floyd and police brutality, and uh, now anything that is uh, not conforming is evil like or if you're like black white I'm telling you bro when 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 it if there's gonna be a certain point where like paint companies like bear are gonna be like we no longer sell white paint <laughs> that's it <laughs> no I, I no longer yeah I think it's retarded though cause like before all the, before this was a big deal like how many people actually gave a fuck about any of this it's like pretty it's pretty fake it's because like the, I don't know the media makes a big deal of it suddenly everyone everyone is an activist everyone supports Black Lives Matters everyone gives a shit but realistically a year ago the same shit was happening and no one gave a fuck mm. maybe a select like if it directly affected you sure but the 90% of other people that are putting those posts on Instagram or speaking out now really didn't give a fuck before because it wasn't a big deal back then you know so that's what I'm saying. I think right. it's it's all pretty fake. Like, give it a year, all those people will no longer give a fuck either. It's just whatever the media is saying at the moment right now. Let's follow that trend. Right. Let's let's give a shit about it now, right. and then it, it'll go away later. Is what I feel. I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, it's, it's kind of. I mean, I I, no, it's I, for a good cause, right? Like some guy died. He shouldn't have died. Like that is pretty fucked up how he went, but it's just media making a big deal of it more than well, I'm not making a big deal it is a big deal because he shouldn't have died and like I think that's wrong but what they're making out of it and how they're twisting it to I don't even know what their agenda is at this point but they're capitalizing on his death basically yeah yeah and that's just media nowadays it's like that Trump thing talking about like you you've seen that where he's talking about um what was it? The uh, if you don't test, like you won't see it um, for the coronavirus cases, and how they were taking that way out of context, and how people are freaking out because they they saw whatever social media posted. But if you actually right. listen to that interview in context, it makes a lot of sense. He was he was talking about how um, the U.S. as a whole is testing more, and therefore that's why we're seeing more cases of coronavirus, whereas other countries. If you don't test, you don't see them. But they literally took that one phrase: "If you don't test, you don't see them," <laughs> <laughs> and they put quotes around that. And then everyone's insulting Trump because of that, and everyone's calling him an idiot. Prime example right there: like, just take shit out of context, and <laughs> everyone just believes it. Right. Yeah. The, the, well, I mean, that doesn't take yeah. away from the fact that he still is an idiot. But in that <laughs> sense, he wasn't. He was just less of an idiot that day. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just. Yeah, I mean, it's, so, yeah. it's just like the context thing is good. It's getting a little wild at this point. I don't yeah, because media is like blowing everything out of proportion now. Yeah. Really, every little thing is just. Yeah. 
And there's the, the thing is, there's no more nuance either. Like, you can't be neutral. You can't be like, I agree with what, a little bit of this and a little bit of that. It's like, like I was saying before, if you're not with us, you're automatically against us. And you're a racist and you're evil, right? Like, there's no in between. There's no neutral. People are getting shit on because they don't want to support it. Like the Starbucks thing, because they want to remain neutral. Right. Starbucks is bad. Boycott Starbucks because they don't want to deal with this, you know? Just gone a little too far. <laughs> That's the thing with like corporate, with corporate organizations. Like I work for one. I mean, our startup company. I was gonna. I brought it up with my boss. I was like, you know, are we gonna say anything on this? Like, every single business had put up some sort of a statement about how they stand in solidarity and stuff like that. And I was out of curiosity. I was like, are, is this something that we're thinking about? And they basically just said, nah, this is gonna be too big of a political nightmare because the our customers are all construction people, you know what I mean? And it's just like a completely different, it's a completely different world when you're in the industrial space than when you're in the consumer space. So it's just like, you know, if, do you want to get stuck in that political hole? I don't think so. But at the same time, it's like we recognize that this shit's going on and it's pretty terrible and it shouldn't have happened and it, you know, obviously things need to change, but if we're not going to tie our organization to that. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. But at the same time, the fact that we didn't put a statement out probably pissed a couple of people off. You know, I'll be honest. Yeah, but right. th yeah, that's the thing too. Like, it's it's kind of like one of those things where like you're kind of jumping down the rabbit hole. Once you make a post about one, like, do you do you have to like you almost kind of almost have to take like steps to start making posts about other political topics, or else yeah. it'll right. make it seem like your company is aligning with just these certain movements or these certain political agendas, and then it right. all gets fucked up, right? So it's kind of like one of those PR things that you have to deal with. <laughs> I mean, even, well, even like, even employees, like, they were, like, liking, like, posts on, on Twitter and stuff, and people were just getting fired for even liking anything that said, like, like all lives matter. Or, yeah. you know, anything that didn't conform to, you know, what's happening right now. It's, that's it's crazy. Just, right? People are automatically getting fired, which is, that's, it doesn't make any sense. That's crazy. Like, you're ruining people's lives because of this. Like, it's, out, it's outrageous. <laughs> well, like, especially now, because, like, you know, if they fired them at any other time before March, I don't think people would pay attention. But if you, exactly. the fact that they're firing them now because they, you know, people don't have anywhere else to go, especially with COVID. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You basically just choked everybody. Well, okay, like, did you see the Canadian Tire thing? Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, man. It's so unnecessary, man. That was so unnecessary. Well, okay, so here's the thing. Is what I'm, I, you know, you're kind of relating back to the whole, like, everyone's just kind of going all unhinged. Like, I mean, people are just piggybacking off of whatever they can find at this point. Exactly. Like, now we're bringing Nazis into the picture. <laughs> it's like, when did they come in for the first place? It's like, I thought we were talking about police brutality, and now you're bringing up Nazi concentration camps and the fact that it's an orange triangle. Petro Canada used to be an orange triangle. You're going to ban them too? Yeah, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like. Next level ass poles at this point. <laughs> oh my God. And, it, you know, and it's not just that. And I remember, like, the, the, there, you know, there was a conversation I saw on Reddit talking about there was this one SJW who just kept ranting about sports teams. Like, you know, we got to change the, like, Boston Red Sox. The, or, yeah, the Boston Red Sox, the Redskins, the Chicago Blackhawks, the Vancouver Canucks, the, the Edmonton Oilers. Like, all of these teams have, like, stereotypical what the province or the country or the state is known for. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, if there's one team that's going to get the axe, the Redskins are gone. <laughs> yeah. And the Blackhawks are also gone because that's a, you know, Aboriginal uh, exactly. tribe up here in Canada. 
Edmonton Oilers are gone because that's a stereotype saying all Edmonton people are oily. <laughs> the Vancouver Canucks are gone because Canucks, Canuck is a derogatory term for a Canadian. Yeah. Not derogatory. We love to use it, but people will think, oh, they'll call it a derogatory term. You know what I mean? It's just like, how far is this going to go? It's like, you can't make anything now without it being like a huge, right. a huge misstep. You know? it's like, I feel like the cancel, cancel culture on Twitter is really adds to it like people will find literally even the smallest thing to bring up about anyone just to like cancel them like I don't know if you guys saw it. there was this uh, there was this hashtag that was trending it was uh, cancel stem or something like people are saying that like stem like science technology engineering like they don't include enough people of color like there's not enough pers- professors <laughs> And bro, all these big universities, Caltech, you know, uh, LSU, all these big like U.S. tech universities were actually like, yes, we're gonna take this one day off because we we want to respect you know people of uh, of color and you know their requests. Wait a minute, isn't isn't STEM just all made up of immigrants? That's isn't what I'm that saying. It? It's wasn't that it? Like, it's like all Asians. Yo, name and one <laughs> white person in our B Tech program. Yeah. <laughs> If you want to find all the white people, go to fucking social sciences. That's Psychology, right social sciences, <laughs> nursing. Yeah. yeah. Don't come into engineering and medicine and, yeah. you know, technology and science. Like, that's all That's all Tamil boys. It's all the minorities <laughs> right there. <laughs> yeah, all the minorities are there. Yo, honestly, universities are like the fucking, like, spawn camp breeding ground for this kind of mentality. Exactly. Because universities, I mean, Jordan Peterson was, I mean, he's a product of this, wasn't he? Like, this guy just made one statement about how he wasn't going to accept a paper from someone, um, you know, for using a specific uh, a specific pronoun. And he wasn't going to do it, and he was just going to accept the paper, you know, based on their who they were biologically. And that basically caused him to become famous. But, uh, you know, surrounding all of that, like, he's just breaking the university structure down into, like, the psychology, this kind of, like, self-policing and weird he calls it a kangaroo prison where it's just like there's people who will put you into little boxes and you won't even know it you know yeah that's the thing though like that's everyone's getting too soft and like come on that's at what point (laughs) is it too much where like we're like censoring everything and everything every little thing is being taken right uh but like consider you the university like originally universities were meant for those conversations to be had like have those tough conversations that's what it was based on and i know i also know this too because my brother was in poli size so like he took a lot of courses where like you had to have these kind of debates and there's always stupid sjw's that got triggered like oh i'm offended so like that conversation that topic instantly acts like come on dick <laughs> that's that's the basis of universe that you can't have these discussions because one person had their feelings hurt like then what's the point right exactly yeah, and the worst part is that there's a lot of, and especially in the U.S., there's a lot of um, courses like you know queer studies and you know <laughs> gender studies. Yeah. There's legit degrees for for those for those programs, and the worst part is they think they're part of the sciences, but let's be I mean, but like none of none of a lot of their shit isn't really science based. They're part of the bullshits. That's exactly. what they're part of. So well, yeah, so even like psychology, like a lot of that is technically pseudoscience like science is something that's repeatable like two plus two in the most part is always going to be equal to four but like 
If you, I like how this guy said for the most part, he's trying to cover all his bases. Yeah, no, like unless you have, <laughs> unless, like, unless you're dealing with some like next level of math or like, <laughs> I don't know, imaginary <laughs> numbers. Yeah, yeah, but like for the most part, two plus two is always going to equal four. But when you're doing psychology, I don't know, consider someone that's an alcoholic. It be could be because his parents were alcoholics, but it could also be because his parents were too strict on him, or like just a bunch of varying yeah. factors. It's not repeatable, is what I'm saying. So like. I don't know, is that really even a science if you can't accurately predict based on like right. repeatable um, results, right? So they have predictions and generalities, but is it really as concrete as math is? I don't know. There's way too many variables to play around with when it comes to psychology, especially now. Like, I mean, we've, we've there's it's no longer like you know one and zero. Nothing's mm -hmm. binary anymore. It's just all like wish wash, you know what I mean? You're in, you're in, you're out, or you're in the middle. Exactly. And if you're in the middle, then like that in and of itself is like a completely different construct. It's like holy shit, right. why can't things be simpler? But you know what? All this really reminds me of. It reminds me of like the start of a new religion. You know, you know how like especially in like Islam, it's like if you don't conform, like you're pretty much just out of the, you know, you're out of the group sort of thing. So I feel like that's what it is now. It's like. If you don't, if you're not part of it, like, you know, like, you, you don't belong here sort of thing. But, well, kind of I mean, fun. yeah, you can relate it to that or you can relate it to, like, a fraternity. You right. know, it's like, you're, you know, we like you, but you're not a kappa. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Yeah, but that's, one of that's those. somewhat different with this. Like, I don't know, it's, I'm not even sure how to explain it, but, like, if you don't conform, like, you can get your life fucked up. It's like, you gotta, like... If you say one wrong thing, oh, we're gonna like tell your employer, you're fired, you're done, you're gonna be blacklisted, you can't get a job. Well, you know, Phil, you can't say blacklisted, that offends people. Okay, yeah, and I can't say any colors, you know. <laughs> uh, uh, at this point, like, take in that that guy that that guy that put that LinkedIn post up about the blacklist, whitelist. Isn't he Asian? Yeah, yeah, that was. I don't know. Like, so why is it like? I feel like honestly, like, if I'm gonna be super blunt about things. I feel like if it doesn't, if it's not a problem for black people, like, I don't know if it should be a problem in general. That's what I'm exactly. saying. When it comes like, to like anti-black racism, if black people aren't upset about it, then you know why are you upset about it? Like, what's the point? Uh, I was yeah, I was watching an interview. Do you know who uh, Zuby is? Like, he does, does a bunch of interviews on on Facebook as well, on YouTube as well. No, I think he's a he's a rapper too. But uh, he was on one of the interviews. He was talking about how he's a black guy, and he was talking about how. Um, he was in uh, in England or something, and like people are going up to him, and telling him like, "Oh, you're you're oppressed, man, because you're black. You you are oppressed." And he's like, "No, I'm I'm pretty lucky. I'm pretty privileged." And for some reason, they kept pushing that agenda onto him. Like, I don't know. It's like it gets to a point where it's just it's quite silly. I don't remember the exact details of it, but it's it's quite silly. But this is the guy who also I don't know if you've heard of him, but he. Um, he was the guy who identified as a female, and then he, when he was doing like a few uh, powerlifting things, and he broke all the records for <laughs> female lifts. Oh my god! <laughs> it's actually pretty jokes. Like he was just trolling them, and, like using their own logic against them. So that's why I like this guy. But <laughs> feels like that's uh, why I like this guy. No, but that's like it like makes sense. <laughs> like straight up, like if you if you can identify as a woman whenever or identify as whatever then by their logic right. when he was doing those lifts he said he identified he was, as a woman 
therefore <laughs> he broke all the fucking women's records for deadlift bench squat <laughs> as a woman yeah this guy just basically set an impossible bar <laughs> he just set a level that they're never going to be able to reach but it, it makes sense too because if there is that issue with fucking transgender quote unquote women playing in actual women's sports and dominating them right so like how do you how do you classify that because you're you're a man biologically you're a fucking man just because you cut off your dick and <laughs> you identify as a woman doesn't mean that I was gonna say I don't even think you need to go through surgery to identify as a woman you could just say it yeah I'm a cat fuck it yeah and it's happening in a lot of sports like they're just going in like fucking up all these women like breaking all the records <laughs> like uh, at what point breaking records breaking necks yeah like well, at what point does guy, it do too much there's yeah. this guy in the MMA that he he, he like he uh, identified as a woman and he started fighting like actual females yeah he's obviously then, gonna fuck he, them all <laughs> <laughs> he did and then he, he actually came across this one female that beat the shit out of him though damn so it was like <laughs> but like by, back, by and large was, he would for the most part he would fuck them all up <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. Unless the there's, there's the other like lady was also a man as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, now we're going into like confused territory. Yeah, like, double double like, negatives. Yo, now it's just like <laughs> two negatives is a negative. Is it huh? still positive? Is this like a men's men's league now? It's bad yeah. ass, bro. <laughs> I mean, I was. I mean, I'll be honest. Like if. Even yo, even if like the toughest man fought Chris Cyborg, she'd fuck him up. <laughs> exactly. I don't care who That's you are. Point. I don't care if you're Francis and Ganu. I don't care if you're CM Punk. No, but realistically, you know, like if you toss any of those guys in, they'd they'd probably still fuck her up pretty easily. <laughs> in hey, comparison yeah, to like, bigger, people, like even if you found a guy of the same weight class, I feel like they would fuck her up a lot easier. I mean, like, there have been a few female fighters, like, so, um, out of Canada, Jermaine Durandamy, she, I mean, they called her the Iron Lady for a specific reason. She fought, she did an entire, like, sparring session with all dudes, everyone from her gym. Yeah. Uh, guys who were above her weight class, guys who were at her weight class, she fucked every single one of them up. And they were out for blood, every single one of them. They were like, if you, because she was like, if you win, she was going to get them, like, they were going to get paid a substantial amount of money. Yeah. And she, like, she just ruined all of them. Um, Chris Cyborg, apparently there's, like, you know, folklore, I guess, about her just, like, destroying all Brazilian men's in the gym back when she used to train there. So, I mean, there's some scary ladies out there, yeah. but I'm not saying that that's, that's not the norm. Yeah. You know I mean? if, you, if you took a Paige Van Zandt and then you took a Conor McGregor and then made them fight, she would die. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. You know, it is what it is. That she jokes. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's just, things are getting very confusing. Yeah, yeah. What, that's what I'm saying. This world's yeah. getting a little fucked up. Like I showed the uh, I showed the bandaid thing to uh, I I have a photographer buddy of mine who's also black. We actually just met up a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we went out shooting, and I was you know I was just talking to him about the whole like the whole BLM movement and everything. This guy's been going to all these protests, but he's like, I'm only going there to take pictures of people. Um. And so I had talked to him about the, you know, the Band-Aid thing. He's like, dude, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, he's like, he's, he was as confused as I was. He's like, I didn't give a shit. He's like, a bandage is a bandage. You know what I mean? I feel like that's he's majority. Like, if I wanted a black Band-Aid, I'd just get the Batman one. Yeah, like, yeah, in reality, how many yeah. people actually give a fuck about the color of a Band-Aid? If you're going to use a Band-Aid, it's to 
cover up your wound. Like the color is. Yeah, a band aid is a medical yeah. device. It's designed yeah. to inject and 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 basically on the surface of your skin, throw in antibiotics, throw in antibacterial disinfectant, yeah. and basically promote healing of skin cells. It's not a fashion. <laughs> yeah, the only ones that care are kids. Yeah. So like, come on, guys. <laughs> Well, not even yeah. that. The kids have like Spider-Man band-aids, yeah. Batman, Superman. Like they have all kinds of colorful ones. It's the adults that are all like, "Ooh, I need skin tones." Like, Why? <laughs> Why? You have a fucking cut on your arm. Patch it up with a band-aid. Take it off three days later. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, that's the issue of like being too, or just bleed to that's death. It's the issue of being like too liberal, right? Like we start accepting all of this. It's like we give them an inch, they take them out, right? Like you give them you start implementing things for them and accommodating for them, they'll keep pushing and pushing until it gets too, it gets like, like, like too far. Like, and that's basically what's happening right now. It's getting too far. Yeah, with the defund the police. Yeah. It's just like... Yeah. It's I like, at what point do we draw the line? Right? And I think it's it's gone too far at this point. Like, it's already, like, well, too fucked. Well, I can see... Okay, I can see why it's happening in Minneapolis. Okay, I'll be, I'll right. be perfectly honest with you. Okay, you know, a man got killed from a man who already has been accused of doing stupid shit before. You know, so that, okay, that's a very extraneous example. And I understand why they want to defund the Minneapolis police. And probably what they're gonna end up doing is bringing something back, you know what I mean? That's more sort of publicly filtered and people know who these people are and things like that. Fine. Right. But in Toronto, yeah, is, it, is it necessary? Like what <laughs> has happened here? The only two shootings that have happened Houdini got shot from his gang boys, and the Raptors parade shooting was a crackhead. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it was you know what I mean. Like, is this police brutality that's such exactly. at such huge extremes that we need to defund the Toronto Police Department? I don't think so. Exactly. Well, there, there was not an actual anywhere else in Canada. There was an actual survey that they took in the U.S. where they said eighty percent of the people actually did not want to get rid of the police. So I don't know why the, the media is painting it as if. You know, majority of the U.S. population wants to abolish or get rid of the police. But in actuality, people actually want... If anything, they said they actually want more police in some situations. It's got to be careful so, with yeah, the stats, course. you know. The, uh, the perspective and, like, the, uh, what was the context is very important. With statistics, too. Exactly. So, yeah, I feel like media has a big role in how much they're fucking up society right now. Well, it's also because well, it's yeah. also a matter of like it's also yeah it's also a matter of how you get your news. You know? Yeah, it's it's also like the <laughs> the Corona time right now, right? Like everyone, for the most part, the last few weeks or last like month and a half, two months, whatever, um, people right. have been stuck in their homes, and they've had all this extra time on their hands, so they will be watching the news because that's exactly. the, by default what they're watching. So at this that's point, exactly when there's, is, yeah. when there's so much more people watching the news, like whatever they say and whatever shit they spew will be more widely believed and exactly yeah <laughs> i have a feeling it's also there's there's a bit of a psychology that goes behind like this whole quarantine thing it's like we've been quarantined since march right and a lot of people have come back like i have a friend of mine lives in the building next door he came back from new brunswick he's self-quarantined for two weeks and like I feel like, and so the thing is, like, I've been going downtown pretty much every single day to go shoot. And what I've started seeing and noticing is that as stores slowly begin opening up again and they start letting people in limited capacity, you have these lines, just lines of humans lining up like blocks and blocks and blocks down the road in front of a footlocker. 
It's like, yo, man, we're waiting this long to cop kicks. Yeah, I can imagine <laughs> you know how I mean? bad it's it is in like, Toronto. Because, like, even in Whitby, like... Oh, my God. It's a sea of people. Yeah. I'm lucky because my it's mom like works no one's the hospital, wearing masks. So she just gives us the fucking line bypass and gets through anything. <laughs> so... Shit. That's pretty blessed. But, like, still... Well, I mean, like, here, like, no one... So, like, you know, you have about maybe 50% of people wearing masks. And, and no one's socially distancing anymore because these lines are just packed full of people. But it's just, like... I don't think I don't think it's a matter of like people have itched for so long to buy something. I think it's just the experience of going to a store, walking around, looking at all the merchandise, touching some shit, and then leaving. It's human interaction. <laughs> you know like we're I mean? we're social creatures, so like by virtue of not even being able to interact with other people and like well, it's also yeah. it's also muscle memory. Yeah. It's like yo, like if you're in downtown, I mean, you're next to a store regardless, like. People are so used to just going shopping here and like going to cop things or just look, going to look at things. Like the mall, actually, the H and M at Eaton Center opened up, and they're letting people slowly in. So it's like I think it's just this muscle memory of like you go walk into a store, flick through a bunch of clothes, see that there's sixty, seventy, eighty dollars, say that I don't have money for it, and then leave. Yeah. You know, like a lot of people <laughs> just end up doing that. But it's like I feel like people just need that experience. But at the same time, and it's, when you're it's looking good at like too, because like as you go out, you realize like everyone's been deprived. So like, just the simple things like having a, a random conversation with a stranger, even like like all these girls being extra thirsty and like it's I don't know, it's it's also <laughs> nice. <laughs> It's good. Answer, right? <laughs> Yo, if there's one thing, honestly, if there's one thing that I enjoy about being downtown now, especially now when all the stores are opening up, you know, my entire cameras was full of pictures of just yeah. <laughs> the most elite level shorties in the downtown. That's just how it works. Yeah, like I went to Costco today, but not like the, there's like, damn, there's a lot of hot girls out right now, and like you can tell they're like dressing like they want to be noticed, and like you can tell they're looking thirsty, like they're scoping people out, and I'm scoping them out, and like you can tell it's been like the dynamic is also a little different when everyone yeah. like yeah. everyone's been deprived. Everyone's right? in heat right now. People oh, yeah. are just waiting for everything to open up, especially like bars and like clubs. Yeah, Holy shit, I can't imagine. Oh, as soon as that happens, I'm not going downtown when the bars open up. No, it's way. Really big. <laughs> It's like gonna be a big fuck fest. It's gonna be like a sexual revolution. Oh, yeah. I feel. Oh, yeah. like everyone's been. It's been so like a renaissance. It's a sexual renaissance. Yeah, everyone's been so like pent up, right? So like you're gonna. Men's are reborn. You gotta have your condoms unstrapped, bro. Don't fuck up. Yeah, yeah. I should probably start using those. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's okay just wait they'll have skin colored condoms for you too <laughs> yeah no, they'll have male birth control soon no. you oh, take back the power <laughs> back our body our choice yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man isn't like Tinder and Bumble blowing up right now because of like Corona yeah so, yeah so. I mean like <laughs> When I was in Montreal, like in Quebec, it was it was okay. Like I only there was only like a few people that actually down to meet up. Like I went on a few dates. Like I only hooked up with two girls in my whole time so far um, in Montreal and Quebec. But like, did you make sure to call them beautiful? No, the first one, no, and that was like the situation <laughs> I showed you guys. But like the second <laughs> one, like with the second one, that girl was more chill, right? So like, I don't know, she she literally like, made me this fucking crochet like mouse thing oh, yeah, I <laughs> and like I've, every time i go yeah. back to much oh, i still see her so it's just like a, one of those casual hookups but she's also chill 
Like, I was like, yo, when I come oh, over, like, nice. yo, bring, like, bring me beers, get me drinks. <laughs> I'm coming over and, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But, like, other than that, it's also been kind of hard. Like, there's a few that are down that you've already established the connection. But, on by and large, meeting new people is kind of tough right now because everyone's still a little wary of actually going out. Oh, that's true. But I think once, once bars are open, whatever, like, it'll be a lot easier. But I know in Quebec, like, gyms are supposed to open on Monday. So I feel like that's a big step towards it. I hope the gyms are going to be nice and bumping. Like, I'm, I'm planning to do leg day the right. first day back, so it might fuck me up. But, well. Yeah, but what's the game plan? Are you, are you loading up the bar or what? To be honest, I'm probably not going to go past, like, 185. I might try one rep of, like, two plates. It's probably going to be pretty so, Like, I'll see you squat three plates. <laughs> I don't know if I'd touch two plates per suite, though. Like, that's, yeah, that's I might try risk. just, like, a single <laughs> rep, but, like, if I'm ambitious and if I'm feeling it, but we'll see next week. This guy's just going to roll his ankle. He's going to twist his ankle just like I did that, that one time. He's never going to be able to walk properly again. Yeah. No, like, when when I don't do leg like leg day in, in a while, I usually, like, cramp up pretty easily on the first time, so, like, I had to go pretty light or, like, go pretty easy. Yo, remember when this guy cramped up <laughs> I remember. the place? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was. Remember this guy would walk like a fucking dumbass. Because <laughs> <laughs> we had leg day, and Yo, then we the just too? sat there I for like a two hours and mucked hard. Like no. Plus this guy was in Tim's too. <laughs> you remember this guy was in Tim's? He's hopping on one foot. <laughs> he was like holding on to his hamstring too and shit. I remember. And this guy's like, like ah. ah. <laughs> I took an arrow. I've to actually the never knee. seen him cramp that hard before. Yo, what about what about deadlifts though? Three points. Uh, no, like I, like, before I was doing, like, I got to, like, three plates for six, which is nice, but, like, I doubt I'll, I'll probably, like, have trouble of doing three plates for even ones. I'm not going to touch three plates until I can, for the next, like, month or so. Like, I just got to ease back oh, into it. Good. But we'll see. We'll see. Like, okay. I don't know, like, all my muscles still mostly here, so, like, I just, we'll see how fast the strength comes back. It should be, like, pretty quick because, like, it hasn't been that long. Yeah. But right. yeah, it'll, it'll be good. I'm yeah, I mean, just it's been two forward. weeks for me, and like, it's been like two weeks for me, and like I've, I've noticed like the strength comes back pretty quick. Yeah, especially if yeah. you were pretty like regular before. So, mm-hmm. and like I, I think it'll, my legs would be a little rougher, but like at home I still have my pull up bar, and I've just been doing like, like sets of ten to fifteen for pull ups, and then just push ups. So like relatively, right. my upper body strength is. I don't think it'll be as sore, but I think my legs will be fucked for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's gonna be that meme, bro. Yeah. yeah when I when I notice the homie been doing squats, <laughs> when I see you next time. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. The last time I was in the gym was the last day of last semester <laughs> of school. <laughs> That was the last day. I was like, I'm never stepping foot on one of these shits again. <laughs> Didn't you reach with me in January? Uh, for like- I did. I did a couple of times. But I did that out of, like, I didn't do that for the gym. <laughs> I only did that because I got pre-workout. <laughs> that was it. Blue juice. Yeah, that, I only went for the blue juice, and that's it. I didn't go for anything else. I just happened to get a little bit stronger as, like, a, a side effect. <laughs> we, know, we know the real priorities here. Yeah, yeah, the real priorities. I needed my face completely numb, you know, one of those static face. 
Well, yo, what was that joke? Yo, Isa, remember um, we were talking about is like you know if you ever have like daughters in the future and stuff like that's gonna the 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 standard for you know yeah yeah is, yeah is, 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 so <laughs> this guy we're ba- so we're basically like we're saying whenever if ever we you know if one of us has like a daughter and she gets old enough to start dating men, yo, we have to set up a benchmark for like you know what I mean? It's like yo, you're only allowed to date my daughter if you can squat three plates right now. <laughs> Or deadlift. Or deadlift. Minimum two plates. Minimum two yeah, plates. Yeah, or minimum two. If you can deadlift minimum two right now without doing anything else, then I'll let you take her out. That's a pretty low margin. <laughs> I'd say, like, deadlift four <laughs> plates, if anything. What the fuck? <laughs> four plates. <laughs> Yo, we're throwing a man's back out right now. <laughs> I mean, like, assuming they work out on the regular, that shouldn't be too bad. Like, no, but... no, no. Even if they don't work out, bro. Yeah, even if they don't work out, no, you're deadlifting two plates right now. You gotta set a nice standard for your girl, you know, for your daughter. If yeah, anything. exactly. So they gotta be like exactly. a strong person to take care of her. If a man can sustain himself during deadlifts for two plates, then you know that that trajectory yep. can go into life as well. It's very true. It's the bare minimum, yeah. you know. All yeah, I ask exactly. is two plates. That's it. That's all we ask is two plates. <laughs> two plates. <laughs> Yeah, man. What else? What else? You guys been up to? What about you, Phil? Uh, just uh, I don't know. Just been working. Well, like my main goals were try to like up my money game, like trying to increase right. my funds. So that, like my goal by the end of the year is to have enough money to put a down payment on a house and hopefully buy a house at the right. end of the year or beginning of next year. Um, right. Get my gym. Like my. Well, like, my gym gains were getting real good before Corona started. Like, I was getting in a nice routine. Like, gym gains were good. I was going out on dates, right. seeing girls. So, like, I was pretty happy. Like, all my facets of my life were going pretty well. And then, like, Corona kind of just went and fucked everything up. Um, so right. it's kind of like a reset for a few things. Like, money's still been good. Um, gym had to be, like, a little bit of reset. Dating, also another little bit of a reset. But, I mean, it's good. Right. I mean... I probably could have spent some of the time, like, more productively, but I have, I have set out, like, a, a rough goal for, like, my side gig that I'm going to be working on um, right. to, like, start well, up a little good. business. So, like, I, I want to um, start doing, like, blueprint designs. Um, so, like, when you, right. do, when you do housing renovations, you got to, like, submit drawings to the city for, like, what you want to do. So you just got to follow building code and all that. Um, but in terms of doing it for just residential houses, which is what I want to do, it's pretty straightforward. Like, we know how to work with CAD. It's pretty straightforward. Just, like, have the frame and then, like, it's basically a house, a house blueprint. So, like, where the walls are going to be, where the doors are going to be, as long as it follow, follows the minimums, it's pretty straightforward. And you can make a good I mean, amount of money. Like, How much, how much do they typically charge for those, for those blueprints? I don't know, it depends on the job, but, like, from what my brother was paying people, that, like, it was roughly, like, 100 bucks an hour-ish if they run, like, to do it independently. So it depends on, like, how much you charge, how good you are. But, um, yeah, I just got to, like, apply for, like, the BCIN thing and then write two exams, and then you're basically good to go. But the exams are basically knowing the building code. It's open book, so I had to order the books and get off my ass and start being productive and doing it and making it happen so that's I guess that's the goal for the next six months for this year so 
Right. Yeah, man. I yeah. mean, well, trying to trying to see more girls as well, you know. Um, <laughs> it's like I, us, yeah, like I I remember what you guys said in the last podcast. Um, and I understand. Like at the end of the day, we all want to settle down, like with a good girl, get married, have kids, right? That's for the most part the ideal for any guy, right? But for me, I feel like in order to get there, and I know I talked to you about this a little bit as well. Um, right. In order to find that good girl, that good wife, you kind of need some experience, right? And I'll use an analogy like, like you, if you've picked out, if you only ever experienced one apple, and you. I mean, you put all your proverbial um, apples or all your eggs in that one basket, then you're not as better off as the guy who's experienced 30 different apples. And he'll know what to look for in a good apple. He'll know his preferences, right? So in terms of women, that's what I'm working on, like trying to fuck more girls, date more girls, see more girls. I mean, to see what I like, first of all. And to learn and experience different women to see like find the right one so I know right so if anything that's something I also believe and if you want to like even if you want to settle down and get married you still need experience in general so it's like what um what Tate said you know if you want to if you want to have like find a nice good wife and a good girl you still got to be a player first so just working on that for now um yeah, I strongly believe in that. So trying to work on those three main facets of life, like money, um, looks, fitness, and then right. game. I'm just getting the bitches. No, but 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 I just want like your input. So like, typically, how how do how do your conversations start on like a, you know, say say you match with like this uh, with like a with a cute girl on Tinder, right? Yeah. So like, what's 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 your what's your opener? Like, how how are you gonna start this conversation? really depends um, uh, if they have a decently interesting bio or something like don't start with like the base like you gotta like look at it from the girl's perspective because they're spoiled right. for choice in this day and age right they have like fucking hundreds and hundreds of guys like I've I've had girls that I've seen where like I've been on their tinder and like every fucking <laughs> swipe right they do is always a, like, it's like 90% match rate for a girl even if you're if you're like fucking sick true, yeah. if you're a six and above like your match rate if you're like even a decent looking girl <laughs> your match rate is very high and you can get like any That's guy on Tinder true. so like you gotta yeah. be con- you gotta consider like how are they opening don't like just know that basic shit and like at least have something witty to say a pickup line um, right. now, one I've been using lately is like, so who pushed you into installing this degenerate app or whatever, <laughs> or uh, something silly, <laughs> something, something a little bit different. But I don't know. You right. shoot the shit, and like it's with online dating, it's like a numbers game, right? It's like right. it's one of those things. If you want to actually get higher conversion rate, go to the bar, like approach a girl. Like remember that one night where it was me, you, and Tony, and then at snooties and oh, yeah. you got too fucked up like that was a ran- <laughs> that was a random night like we didn't like we didn't plan to like hit on girls to do anything but like i still managed to take that bitch home and like right granted i got like whiskey dick and i couldn't like properly fuck her. <laughs> but like i still able to take her home right like and that was just one no, of those no, no, fully. like it's one of those things where, like yeah if you actually hit her up in person like depending on how good your game yeah. is or not like 
even if you aren't good, it's good practice. And for the most part, your conversion rate will be a lot higher in person versus off dating apps. Unless you're I like a hot, unless you're a hot white guy or like you're, I don't know, like an eight or a nine or a ten of a guy, right? Because right. to be right. honest, dating apps are mainly looks based. Um, right. Even for me, like I don't have that much success with like dating apps because I'm be honest, I'm not that attractive of a guy. Uh, I'd right. probably give myself like a, a seven out of ten. Also, being like an Asian right. guy, there's also like negative stereotypes of being an Asian guy, so. You work with what right. you got, right? Like I'm not super tall. I'm not. Exactly. I'm not like excelling in any specific trait, but it's. Exactly. Like, you're you're dealt with a certain card, at, like a hand of cards, and it's up to you right. to uh, maximize your gains with what you got, right? So, <laughs> don't don't be the guy that like, that's like oh like I have dealt a, I got dealt a shitty hand, I can't do right. it. You guys make the best of it, right? That's that's just the way well, life I is. <laughs> So, no, 100%. I agree. Uh, that's but like that's the thing with online dating too. Like it's kind of demoralizing sometimes because it can be like a lot of just stupid. Like you're just talking shit, <laughs> and a lot of times it doesn't work out. Like you'll you'll get her number, you ask her on a date, she agrees, and then like half of those turn out to be flops, and then the ones that actually show up for dates sometimes they're good, but like sometimes like. It's just boring as fuck because a lot of girls are just boring. Right? <laughs> what do they do? Major like watching, like like have a nap, like to eat food, Netflix. Right. What's new? Like can you cook? <laughs> can you cook? Can you clean? <laughs> do you know how to suck a dick? I don't know, but like, bro. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like I, and by no means am I that experienced either. Like I've. I mean, I haven't even been with that many girls, but, like, something not constantly improve on, right, so... Right. No, the, the, Man, the there'll one, be the times main, where, yeah. like... No, I just wanted to add, yeah, I just wanted to add, no, like, the thing I noticed the most is, like... And I, and I fully agree, I feel like I'm the same way, just, you just gotta be honest about it with yourself, you know? Yeah. I feel like some guys tend to, like, get, like, get to their head, and, you know, they think that, you know, just because they're not getting matches, that, like, you know, maybe they're not worth it, but... Let's be real, like... Like you said, like these girls are just like spoiled as hell on there. So like, they can they pick they can pick and choose pretty much anything and anyone. So, and I agree. I feel like in person is a lot is a lot better in terms of conversion. Yeah, but it's it's also one of those things where it's like a mindset thing too, right? Like if you say exactly. like you you even if you get her on a date, don't commit to her yet, right? Or like don't get too committed exactly. in your feelings. I have this problem sometimes too. Like I'll catch feelings too quick over some stupid shit. Yeah, same. Like, and same. I have to like pull back and I'm like why 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 is this happening? Like it's it's a mindset thing, right? You gotta have that abundance mindset. Like it doesn't work out nice. this one, I can always get go out and get a new bitch, right? And you just gotta have that mindset regardless. Like so that's the thing. I remember you guys talking about like catching feels and like um going all in uh, right. but at some point you gotta uh, how do i phrase this like you gotta Let's like is, you gotta like know it for what it is to like for like be realistic like for certain relationships you know it's not gonna go anywhere right you know like like even this girl i'm seeing in montreal like i know um I'm just fucking her. Like, it's never going to go anywhere. She's never going to turn into a serious relationship. And you got to... 
sometimes you gotta be like brutally honest with yourself um, right. and you gotta keep that that distance right because you're not trying to catch feels for every girl you fuck right and it's like it's also an experience thing it'll come with the more goals you get with whatever but like can't be can't be committing to everyone right so right. I don't know what, what's your take on it and I feel like I want to I want to get Issa's take on this too because I feel like I've just been like <laughs> ranting for the past while so. <laughs> no I was <laughs> well like that's why we brought you on here because we yeah. wanted to you know we, this, this was like one of the main points that I was like waiting to hear your I don't have a take on it I don't have a take on it right. whatsoever I've, I've dug myself a hole that I'm just not going to get out of all I know <laughs> no man I will send, you can't think like that yo I will okay. I will send like, no, like speak, I'll send speak a truth picture because like, like, yeah, I remember like you said you tried Bumble and like yeah, there's gonna be a lot of retarded people in there. Like, oh, are you a vegan? <laughs> you just delete the app. Or you delete her. <laughs> I fully deleted. I fully disconnected. Oh, man. Come on. I was like, no, there's no way. Yeah. Not for. I, okay. Honestly, I'll be. I'll be like 100 honest. I'm not in like. I'm not in the business for it right now. Like, I want to just like make sure that I can live first. True. Before having to worry about anyone else. Yeah. Like, I have to pay rent. I gotta pay my utilities. I gotta pay like pretty much everything. I'm living out here in the middle of Toronto. Um, I'm pretty much on my own. My parents aren't giving me anything. I'm kind of running a sort of my own, not self-sustainable necessarily, but it's, you know, I'm kind of in the system right now. I'm in the machine going in and out. Yeah. And at the same time, I'm building up this photography thing. I've been working on my goddamn website for the past, like, three months, four months yeah. actually now. So it's like, you know, I gotta, there's a few things that I have in my own pipeline where I'm just like, I got no time for... Right. to deal with anybody else but at the same time like it'd be it's one of those like kind of nice to haves you know what I mean I'm not actively looking for one I'm not actively looking to find a girl right now it's just like A I don't have the room I don't live in a studio condo <laughs> no way are you reaching here <laughs> I got no space <laughs> and B it's just like uh, you know especially now it's just like most of my day is filled up with doing things that I actually really really love to do and that's you know Apart from work, obviously, that's a necessity. But, like, after my 9 to 5 is done, as soon as I'm done work, I get the fuck out of here and I go downtown and I go shoot. And it's the most therapeutic thing for me just to get the stress off of work out of my head. Right. And I just go shoot. I just take photos. I just love hitting that shutter button, capturing as many photos as I can. I come back that same night and I spend the day, or I spend the rest of my day outside on my balcony, sitting on my table, editing all of my photos. And that, in and of itself, just keeps me busy. So it's like my days are so packed full of stuff. Like I'm not, it's just not, you know, crossing into my mind. Yeah, obviously it would be one of those things where it's like, man, it'd be kind of dope. Right. But at the same time, just, you know, it'll, it'll happen for me at some point. Like I'm, you know, I'm not just going to live a lonely life forever, but um, just right. not right now, at least I've, you know, I'm not, I'm not really looking at things right now. All I know yeah. is that. I wanted to bring this up before as like, you know, Phil was talking about his entire process. Like I will send Phil a picture of like a car, for instance. I'll send him like a Lamborghini. Or I'll send him like a Ferrari, you know what I mean? I'll send him some heavily tuned, you know, like, you know, a nice looking thing from like some luxury exotic Instagram page. And my the response that I will get from him is just like and I quote, fuck, I need to be a pimp. And I'm like, all right, that, <laughs> that's the only response I get. It's just fuck, I gotta be a pimp. That's, All right, that's facts though because like that's the only way you're gonna attain those things right because like <laughs> yeah. of course we, we always want to have those things but 
realistically well i mean it's the funniest thing because it's like such an extreme like ali and i are you know we're we're out here looking for like yo that one girl this this man's just like yo i gotta be a pimp (laughs) i gotta have them all they need to call me daddy yeah Uh, yeah that that comes that's like an experience thing too like i like i said i feel like after you've been with enough girls like you kind of learn to have that boundary like because as a guy like biologically our fucking imperative was to go fucking impregnate as many bitches as we could and pass on the seed right that was what we're on this earth to do so that's the idea as a guy (laughs) you can you can kind of like separate that act of having sex from the feelings whereas with the girl like if you're if you're having sex with someone then there's usually feelings attached because like for them if they chose the wrong guy and like they didn't you know didn't commit to the right guy then like you can basically equal death right so they have a child with the wrong person and like so i'm basically what i'm saying is that like how we um how like men and women approach sex and relationships is very different so like as a guy we can separate feelings from the act of sex so like um, of course, it's it's kind of easy to catch feelings when you haven't been with many girls or like you're not as experienced. And that was me within mm. like my first few relationships and first few girls I hooked up with too. But like, it's kind of like a learned mm. thing. But it's one of those things where you kind of have to. I feel like as a guy, we should get to that point where you're able to disassociate, like cut the feelings. From the act of sex and like being able to you know look at things more objectively right um because right. there, there are mean, girls like, that you know this, that yeah. you'll like there are girls that you know you'll you'll just have to fuck like you know you're not i'm not gonna <laughs> ever like realistically you know like if i'm hooking up with this girl you know she's right. never gonna get promoted to relationship you're never gonna want to marry her if she's there solely just to for you to fulfill a purpose at this certain point in time in your life, right? So free she, demo. Yeah, well, like basically, like it's like she's a plate. <laughs> she's like your fuck buddy at that point in time. So uh, you just got to be objective about it sometimes. But I I know what you're saying, Issa. Like right now, you're in that work grind phase, and like there isn't much time for anything else. But it would be nice if like you just have a bitch that you can call over. Like at the end of the night, you need to get some stress. You fuck her, go to bed. She leaves the next day. You go about your day, do your thing, right? And uh, yeah. to be able to get to that point where you can like just have a in girl my, that's uh, chilling. in my red blue house. It's sick. It's sick, <laughs> man. My, like that's it. In my fully neoned out house. That's a sick pad you got. because <laughs> well, I've I've like I've known like friends or like I've heard of stories of guys like your house doesn't mean anything. You can be fucking poor and still get hot bitches, right? It's all about how you approach it and how you deal with it. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> Phil's old room, bro. <laughs> exactly, man. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a great example. <laughs> but he used to sleep on the floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that. That girl. Sorry, like, smash probably like five, six girls on the, on, in that room. Just no, actually, like I only big. I only fucked one girl in that on that bed, and that was that white girl from Sudies, <laughs> or like I tried to, but like <laughs> the next morning she's like, <laughs> she was so like she woke up and she saw I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> she, she was she was so shook. Yo, 
Honestly, I'd be so stressed out as a girl. Like, you know, take in, you wake up, you know, you're hungover, and like, yeah. <laughs> you just notice yourself you're in a room with one mattress, <laughs> no side table. <laughs> the, the mattress probably doesn't have a bed sheet. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. Probably got like stains all over it, like grease marks and shit. Hasn't been washed. Phil, are you sure that wasn't a used mattress that you picked up in Hamilton? No, it wasn't even a mattress. It was like those, like those, those camping mats. Like those, like oh, even it's worse. It's like the size of a. So it wasn't like even comfortable, of, bro. It's a, yeah, it's like the <laughs> no, size of like a, a single bed, and you stack two of them. It's like an inch high each, so it's like a two inch basically pad. Bro, so you're better off just still. You're better off sleeping in a tent outside. It was, it was actually good jokes because I woke up in the morning and like I had like my shirt on and like my pants on still, and then like she just had no shirt on her tits are hanging out and she had her pants on too. and she's like why why do I not have my tap on I was like I don't know <laughs> and it was it was jokes but like again that's like kind of goes to show like it, just, it doesn't even matter you can be like poor as hell like the money doesn't make that much of a difference I mean, like the looks do for right. sure but like it's like it's the game right like the experience how you approach a check and I don't know. That was that was a pretty big eye opener for me. That I could just pull a random bitch and like, I was also pretty drunk, so I was like just being a total cunt and just saying. Like, I remember the, the <laughs> thing that like tipped it over. She was like, "Do you know my name?" And I was like, "No, but I'm still gonna take you home and fuck you anyways." <laughs> and I, I just stared her in the <laughs> eyes and like there was a moment of silence between us for like, what felt like five seconds, ten seconds, and I just stared her right in the eyes after that, and she's like. Okay. <laughs> then she went and bought us a <laughs> shot. She's like, she literally went and bought us a shot, and then we went home afterwards. <laughs> I don't know. Like we were just talking random shit before that. We were playing darts or whatever. But her friend left, and then we left too. But like, I don't know. It just it was a good learning experience. <laughs> but what were we talking about before this? Before any of this came up. <laughs> Bro, we're just talking about um, like Tinder and Bumble, but I mean, I feel like we've covered that topic pretty well now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about you, Ellie? Like, I don't know. What are your experiences after um, after your thing? Um, I mean, for the most part, it was pretty good. Like, I, I dated a couple people back in. See, that's the thing too. Geographically, it makes a big difference. <laughs> Cause uh, when I'm back home in Brampton, like yeah. I'll be getting like twenty matches in a night. Like, it's some crazy numbers. But then, like, I'll be here in, like, Chilliwack, and, um, no, actually, I don't think, I don't think I've got any, like, legit matches in, like, Chilliwack, because it's, like, all just, like, white shorties, you know, true, looking true. for all the chads, all the, all the chads and brads and the Justins, you know. But, like, the shorties are called chads, like, brads, and Justins. Yeah, freaking, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, I mean, for the most part, it's, uh, like, I, 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 honestly, I feel like I just, like, suck at texting for the most part, and, like, I'm not... I'm not, like, that witty and stuff when it comes to texting. I'm like, I just do not have the energy for it. So that's just, that's a different story. But, I mean, no, I feel I like I already I'm anticipate this guy's responses, too. I feel that, like, though. Like, I just anticipate a lot of, like, dams and trues, you know? No, I feel that, too. There's a I'm point where, bad. like, I, when you just talk, you're talking with so many girls on, like, Tinder, you're like, fucking, I'm bored. I don't want to do this anymore. Or, like, it's like, the it's, sa- like, it's, like, the same conversation. It's, like, recycled, like getting to know them it's basically the same fucking conversation over and over again which exactly. gets pretty boring like, yeah, and, you have to, and you have to make an effort for each girl you know it's like, like yeah like, like you know getting these, to know them and 
Yeah, and a lot of them are Everybody. fucking boring too. Like they don't like, don't put in nearly as much effort, so it kind of makes it tough to actually give a shit. <laughs> this guy described them perfectly. A lot of them are like loaves of bread. Yeah, I'll yeah, never that forget was, that. That was a joke. That was perfect analogy. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good analogy. You uh, but are, I feel like I'm in the same I'm in the same boat as Isa though, because um, I mean, I'd say like right after school, like I was I was pretty bummed out for a while. Yeah. But, um, I mean, like after that, it's like. I tried dating apps and shit, and, like, then Corona happened. So then, like, that that put me... And, like, at the same time, I was going to the gym and stuff, and I was pretty busy. Um, yeah. So, like, that, that kept my head pretty sane, but then I feel like as soon as coronavirus came along and, like, everything went on lockdown, like, I had no gym. I had, like, nothing else to do after work, so a big portion of my time was just me, like, sitting alone, like, in my own, like, state of mind, right? Yeah, I feel yeah. like that's, like, the worst thing you can do is just, like, sit around and do nothing. Yeah, that definitely and, uh, didn't, I'm sure that didn't help with, like, getting over that either. I feel yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, uh, so that's why, like, I just made an effort to, like, try and, like, learn new shit, and, like, I got into, like, you know, Photoshop and, you know, taking pictures and stuff, so... That, yeah. that kind of replaced like the whole like time I spent you know at the gym but, yeah um, now that like, I'm, I'm back at the gym like it's I've honestly haven't felt better like I've never felt this good in so long so yeah I, f- I feel that though yeah. but, like I'm also kind of lucky is because that like the first girl I ever hooked up with was like a random hookup on my grad trip so like I, <laughs> right. I, I, didn't, I didn't know who this bitch was um but yeah like it's one of those things where like if you know them then of course the feeling's gonna be attached and I remember you guys were talking about how, like, when I broke up with Sam, too. How I just bodied that. <laughs> you, you literally did body you that fully whole situation. It. You literally bodied it. I love This man just showed up after his phone call, and I was like, yo, you good? And he's like, yeah. All right. I love how you worded that. You were <laughs> no, like, bodied it like it was nothing. <laughs> yeah, well, you did. I mean, there's no other way to explain it. Because I remember yeah, you are facts. Well, like, I knew you were, you were building up to it, too. Like, we, we talked about it a couple of times, like. Yeah. I remember like a couple of weeks in advance you're already like you know what fuck it like I don't like you're already in the mindset so I'm pretty sure that helped but um, yeah but I, for I mean, me like, sp- yeah that definitely like, did help because I was already like prepared going into it but like for me it was like one of those things where just like regardless of how I feel I still got shit to do I still have my life to carry out I still got school I still got responsibilities so like I can't let it just bog me down because I'm feeling sad, right? And for me, um, I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but for me, like talking about it isn't gonna help me feel any better. Which is why I was like, I'm good. I don't need to talk about it. For me, it's just like, it is what it is. I'll deal with it. I just need to continue on with my life, right? It's one of those things. Like, I don't know if you guys have heard of like stoicism, like in philosophy. But I feel like that's just how I am. As like a base state, naturally, like I kind of just. Not super affected by anything really. Well, like how I see it is that there's there's only so many like there's very few things in this world that you can real like that you really have control over, and the majority of it is how you are reacting and dealing with your emotions in in relation to shit happening all around you. Right? Like I have no control over how you guys feel about me. For all I know, you guys could my guts or whatever whatever like i have no con- right. i have no control over anything like not much else other than how i react to things around me right and that's right. how you gotta look at it sometimes like regardless of what happens how am i dealing with it like it's my mindset right so it's it's one of those wow. things where it's, it's like 
yeah, I can talk about it. Is it going to make me feel any better? Maybe. I still got my responsibilities. I still got my life to carry out. Just go ahead and do it. And I'll grieve in my own way and the rest will come to pass, right? Like, as you go do your shit, as you improve yourself, make your money, make your gains, um, fuck poor bitches, you'll get over it and you'll move on. So that's just how I see it. Well, that's the thing, like, guys in general, like, I guess, I, I don't know if it's a genetic thing i don't know if it's like an actual uh, dna thing but we're pretty good at bottling we'd rather bottle things up than actually talk about it exactly like in just in general like i've never met an emotional man who's like you know out here trying to tell me his entire life story like i've you know <laughs> yeah and especially because like you know you, regardless of what kind of a shitty situation you're in it's usually just like no i don't want to talk about it or like no i'm fine you know yeah and that's that's and usually just yeah. deal with it on our that's own. just one of the things that's just for the most part how men are mostly wired we deal with things yeah. instinct um reason then emotion whereas with like women they'll deal with instinct emotions first then reason so for us we can kind of like separate it and we think things through rationally first but that's also the issue with like today's today's society is that we're all training our men to be to act like women and think through our emotions oh you gotta express how you're feeling like I don't know, like, are you, are you sad? Say this, do that. Tell me what you're feeling. How are you, like, dealing with this shit, you know? <laughs> are you depressed? Yeah. Are you okay? Are you angry? You know, let me know. Like, I don't know, that's just... If you notice, there's, like, a kind of, like, a shift. Like, a lot of men today are fucking pansies, and that's just a result of, like, society raising them that way. Which is, by and large, a bad thing, right? Because then we don't have any, for the most part, real masculine men. But then that's like a whole other fucking issue that kind of, <laughs> I don't know, I've just been going on a rant, a lot of random rants. <laughs> no, I mean, that's, well, like, that's the thing. It's just like, Ali and I were talking about this before. It's like my cousins are in California and they have like all of the like weird, like California brown guys. They're all like that. <laughs> I don't, I don't, like every single one of them. They're all like that. It's like, yo, why are you so such a weirdo, bro? What, like, what was that guy's <laughs> name? Um, Ali, you're, uh, you're... Para, her boyfriend or her ex-boyfriend that guy was the perfect example <laughs> fuck it that was like simp, that was fucking simp nation right that's, there like but he's just like fawning nation. over like like fawning over the girl like taking pictures for her like come on buddy like it's you know, I, I've, I've even I've even talked to her about it after and she like fully agrees with me now cause yeah. it's actually so funny it's like I don't that's know the thing. Like, that's the thing girls will say they want a guy like that but in reality that's it's like true. that's not what they want like it's like actions versus words right you can't trust what they say you gotta trust you can it's only like trust a, what they like do a, right because like for the most part they say they want a guy like that but who they go out and end up fucking on the first night like the chad guy the alpha guy the guy who's doesn't give a fuck right so actions it's versus like our boy words. el chapo yeah yeah exactly that's <laughs> another perfect example like albeit i didn't actually like get to the point but i got pretty close this guy's been trying oh my god i feel so bad for you man this guy has been trying since the beginning for me like for me like it's just like one of those challenges i don't like i'm not gonna get butt hurt over it like yeah it'd be fine if i could fuck her but like if i don't it's whatever but like it's for me i treat it as a challenge right and the you guys had like multiple opportunities have been cock block every single time like goddamn. no like i'm gonna yeah, attribute it to like Part of it is me, like, not having good enough game to seal the deals. I'm going to put that on myself, on my shoulders, because that's realistically how it right. is. I mean, I got pretty close. Like, I was sleeping with her and shit, but, like, and get to fuck her. 
but just the fact that oh, I got to the Phil. <laughs> just the fact that I got to the point that point, like, kind of proves something in itself, right? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like she has her yeah, she has yeah, her yeah. pansy boyfriend, and like King Cunt Phil's over here is <laughs> like sleeping with your girl. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. That's, I don't know. That that's, know. that proves the point in itself. Bro, it's not just that. This man, this man, to- completely forgot his keys back in the room too. Like, <laughs> yo, honestly, yo, if that guy showed up, if her man showed up and be like, yo, Phil, you forgot your keys. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, that just the fact that I got to that point, I was kind of proud, but it was also pretty funny at the same time. I mean, <laughs> that'll always be a legendary story. <laughs> That's never. I'm never gonna forget that. Yeah. The fact that this guy got so close. And like he barely made it out with his skin too. Like, <laughs> no, that's the thing. I feel like even if, even if he just walked in and caught us, like, buddy, I'm trying to sleep. Wait outside. <laughs> I feel like you'd actually be like, minutes. okay, too. Yeah, give me ten more like, minutes. <laughs> yeah, give me ten more snooze minutes. Trying to sleep here. Yeah. Hit the yeah. snooze button. Snooze button. <laughs> he, he's the snooze. He'd be like, oh, okay, I'll leave you alone. <laughs> okay, sorry. But, uh, <laughs> the moral of the story: can't be simping, bro. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I, I also like. It's not their fault. At the same time, like that's how they were raised, and that's how fucking society's raising men nowadays. Uh, so I don't blame them, but I'm not gonna go out my way and help them for no reason either. You know, like <laughs> I, I know I sound kind of like cunt, but like I don't know. If you want to help others, you gotta help yourself first, right? Like. You don't have the power and resources. Yeah. You can't do anything to help anyone else. So at this point in my life, you gotta, you gotta be completely selfish and help yourself first, right? Exactly. Well, that's what I realized a lot. Like, for sure. Like, well, like a lot of the time I spent alone. Even like that hiatus I had on Instagram. Like I just went like, you know. Yeah. Like it was like you you realize like, you know you kind of need, like that alone time to just like, figure yourself out and just. You know, like, yeah, like you said, like, the only person that can help you is yourself first. And, like, li- there's literally no one else in this world that's going to, like, get you over, like, you know, s- certain challenges. Yeah, like, apart from so, your parents and your, your family, no one is going to give a fuck about you as much as you do. And that's just, like, reality of life, right? Like, It's very true. It's harsh, but it's the way of the world, right? So you got to always be looking out for your own best interests first. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's like the position that Ali and I are in right now. It's just like, you know, we're kind of doing our own thing, but at the same time, it's a matter of just getting your shit locked in, at least on your own personal level, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. yeah. Like, for me, I want to be able to get all my creative stuff locked in. Like, I threw music out, I'm throwing photos out, I'm doing whatever I can to just get my, like, at least start getting that exposure, because if I'm not focusing on that, then I feel like I don't put my best work into it. And like photography and music is one of like the only passions I really have that I can actually express properly. So like if I'm like half-assing it because I'm thinking about something else, or if I'm half-assing it because I'm not focusing on it that much, then it's just like a waste of time. True. So I would much rather like spend all of the the energy that I have, the the amount of time that I have throughout the day, plus throw in sleep deprivation <laughs> into there too. You get a couple extra hours. So like you know. When you all kind of compact that in, I have so much more. Like, I mean, I've got, as far as photos and my website and all that kind of stuff goes, like, I have everything queued up for the next, like, couple of months now. Like, it's not, you know what I mean? I've just built up this whole portfolio. Have you uh, dropped your website yet? 
I'm working on it, man. Like it's the thing is, I don't want to go too like I don't want to go too quickly on it yeah. because I want to make sure that this thing is as perfect as I can possibly make it. And because I'm not, it's not something that I'm getting paid for, and it's not something that I'm in a, like a tight deadline for. Yeah, I I have no deadline for this thing, and I'm not I'm not trying to get it out as fast as possible. I'm trying to make it as best as I possibly can. True. So it's taking like, your I mean, time. You've seen like previews of it. it nice. You've seen little snippets. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I've probably sent snaps here and there of like a couple of the pages, but you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not willing to put it out or or publish it at least until I it goes through my quality control first. True. And like, that's a pretty stringent one, right. especially when it comes to like photography. For music, I don't give a shit, but for you know, for pictures and stuff like that, like this is my professional sort of work. So. Are you gonna have that as I like your sure professional portfolio and use that to sell your work or like sell? Yeah, yeah. Or? So this is my full on. It's gonna be a portfolio. I'm gonna throw all of my like I've been writing actually, which is also really weird. Um, I've started getting into like writing and just like you know putting shit down in my notes or on paper, well metaphorical paper, um, and then just like writing out just you know thoughts and feelings and shit like that, and I'm kind of tossing it into a folder that no one has access to. Um, but and there's also the stupid lyrical breakdowns that I do every now and again. <laughs> I was just about to ask. Are these thoughts just yeah, like, those are. <laughs> are all these thoughts just worry. like lyrical breakdowns? Those lyrical breakdowns, like I have an entire page on my website just dedicated to those. I'm just gonna keep updating it every now and again. But all of my creative content, my music is gonna go up there. My photos are gonna go up there. You can book shoots. You can buy, you know, prints and stuff like that eventually. But as of right now, I just want to get the groundwork and the foundation and the original, at least the first couple of levels done before the rest of the building is on there, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But that, I mean, even that, like, the, the, this, the underlying work that gets put into it, like, everything from, like, the signature on the website, I had to, like, that, like, shot by Issa, little scribble, that, I think I made about 200 of those before I chose one. Yeah. And that shit took, like, two weeks. I was just scribbling on the iPad over and over and over again, try to finding, trying to find that flow that I wanted yeah. for the for the typography. I mean, that took a shit ton of time, and then just kind of you know visualizing a layout for this thing. How do I want to portray? How do I want to display all my photos? How do I want to, you know, how do I want my users to kind of fall in between the pages and you know see the journey that they're going to go on and stuff like that? Like, right. what's the story I'm trying to tell? And all you got anyone to like edit that, like, or like review it or like kind of. No, 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 no one, no one's seen it. Or is it, or is it, no one's like seen purely it. Purely your, your, your thing, and like you wanna. Right now, it's purely mine. But at the same time, like my mom is, she's, she taught me how to write to begin with. Yeah. So my mom is like, I'll be sending her like little snippets. I haven't sent her a full thing just yet. I've sent her little snippets of just my writing, here and there. But, you know, there's no one else that I can turn to as far as like UX or UI design and stuff like that. I usually just kind of keep it in house because if it works for me, like I find that like, you know, I've, I've been, you know, I've seen enough websites to know what works and what doesn't. Um, and then on top of that, when you throw in the fact that I basically do marketing as my daily job. So I've got a little bit of that coming in as well. Like how, what are the certain things that people want to see? What are things that people don't want to see? But, you know, when you throw those all into everything and you kind of build up this package, it just, it takes a long time. But for me, I'm not rushing it. Yeah, so basically the market research side is done for you and then you're taking that and using it how you want to use it, right? Pretty much. I honestly, like, I'm not going too analytical with this, yeah. I'll be honest. This is more of like, I find, and I guess this kind of 
weirdly ties into sort of dating too. It's like I find personal connections are a lot, they're just a lot better. Like I've, I've made like at least like six or seven photographer friends over the course of like a couple of weeks and all I've done is walk around the city and f see people with cameras. You know, and I've just kind of approached them like, hey, what camera are you using, what lens, this and that, and you immediately just get this connection where it's like, yeah. we share this one thing in common and I'm gonna follow you on Instagram, you're gonna follow me, and the next thing you know, we've already looked, like we've already set a day for like, okay, Sunday we're gonna go down, we're gonna get sunset shots of the gardener. That's the thing, you know, like, just it, stuff Instagram like that. has become like one of the leading dating apps, right? Like you, people just hit up, hit you up in the DMs, check out your profile, what's this guy all about? How is he portraying himself? Yeah. Like, what's his lifestyle like? Yeah. And then, yeah, hit him up in the and DMs, he, and you're either in or you're not. Yeah, hit me. yeah, and then you ask him questions like, so what do you think about today's society? Damn, that's crazy. Oh, <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> then you should respond with, why aren't you protesting? Are you a vegan? <laughs> Are you a vegan? Man, I got, like, I was so confused with that first message. I was like, why is this the first thing you're asking me? Like, what was it about my profile picture that, that you know, advertised me as a vegan? Was it the beard? The hair? I think, I I think no it's idea. definitely the man bun. I think it's the hipster look, yeah. so that, like, they assume yeah. automatically. Like, I don't know, like, I, I still have pictures of my man bun, like, on um, the dating profile, and it's, like, it's, like, a polarizing thing. Either you hate it or you love it, but it also comes with certain, like, stereotypes, right? Like, oh, he has a man bun, he is X, Y, Z. Or yeah, it's associated. Must have a film camera. Yeah, it's like associated with certain things. So it is what it is, but yeah. you just gotta yell. You know, I mean, what like, I found on like, what I found on like dating apps too is like I've like so. I, it's not like I'm like completely off them. Like I still have Bumble downloaded on my phone. Like every now and again, I'll just hop on and see what's there. But at the same time, like I feel like dating apps work best if you have pictures of yourself to showcase. Yeah, and <laughs> you know how tough it is to get a photo of me. You know what I mean, like. I don't know how many of you, I don't know how many photos of me you have, but like, it definitely is considerably less than how many I have of you. <laughs> that's true, it's that's true. Like, it's also been tough. I haven't had any pics of me put on the dating profile. Yeah, like I hate, I hate being in front of a camera. Like I'm super self-conscious. I don't like seeing my face on a screen. But all the shots you know that you're in, I like seeing. Turn out good, they all look good. Yeah, like that, I mean, I, you know, I just randomly, like, threw, turned my entire apartment into, like, a photo studio and yeah. did this weird, like, red light photo thing, and, like, okay, that was pretty cool, but, like, I have only looked at those pictures, like, once, and I haven't looked at them again. In fact, they're sitting in a vault somewhere, I'm never even going to touch them. <laughs> because, like, Your apartment just, like, is going to be, was like, good the next casting studio, and you'll be, like, a creative yeah. director. <laughs> Straight <laughs> you know, what's weird is, um... How badly do you want this was, job? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> The red and blue when I was uh, yeah. when I was shooting uh, when I was shooting my real estate agent, we were downtown, and um, uh, I was basically I mean we were just walking between. I think I took her from the lake, and I went all the way up to financial district. We took a couple of photos, and then the light was gone, so we ended it there. But um, I showed her those neon pictures of me that I took. I was like, you know, I was like, I just showed her these. She's like, where did you take these? I was like, in my apartment. She goes, ooh, we should go there next. I'm like, eh. <laughs> do it, bro. I'm like, like, this is going to turn really bad, lady. <laughs> you should do it, bro. She's, uh, she, she sent me a message. Uh, I think I sent it to the group chat. She sent me a message of some, like, random, like, fitness chick wearing this weird-ass, like, bikini. But she... It was, she was in this weird pose against like a pole or some shit, right. and she goes like, "We should do this." I'm like, okay. 
like, I'm down. And the thing is, like, I didn't expect her to do this. She goes, like, uh, I already bought the bikini. I'm like, okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, okay. I mean, I guess when the weather gets better and the beaches open up, that's the first thing I'm doing. She's like, we're going to go to the Toronto Islands when, the, when they open up. I'm like, okay. So. <laughs> Yo, don't saucer the pics for free, man. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. I run it on a timer. Yeah, you just got to make uh, pay for them in one way or another. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. But like, if anything, it'll be good. It's like, no, nah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't yeah. want anything from her. I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, she ain't that attractive. And like, look at how many <laughs> men are sympathetic over her. Yeah. She, um, we were we were up on that parking garage. It's the one that I usually go to to get these long exposures, of, like the Rogers Center and the Gardner. Um, I've been actually taking a bunch of people up there. Like, people have been asking me where that that is, and I'm like more than happy to take them up and show them. Yeah. But um, the day that I took her up, there was this other group of mans out there with like, a, they had a Lamborghini Huracan SV. Yeah, I remember you showed um, me that pic. Yeah, I remember, yeah. Yeah, it was the white one. It was some like, this some photographer T-Dot something, I remember. It's six shots or some stupid shit. But he rented it. It wasn't even his. He just rented it from their Toronto Exotic Rentals. Right. And he, they brought it up to the parking garage and he was just running a, you know, he was just taking photos of it with a bunch of his buddies. And she thought that, because... I don't know what was going on in her head, but she was like, you know, is that your I want to get a picture with that. <laughs> well, no, she goes, she was looking at me. She goes, do you think we could get a photo with the car? I was like, I don't know, go try. So like, cause I'm just like, whatever, like, I don't care what you're going to do. I'm going to capture it regardless. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't, I wasn't there. I didn't have an agenda for this shoot. Uh, so I was just kind of running it based on, you know, the situation. So she started to act like super sexy. Well, at least she tried to. She tried to act like super hot and she went up to this like photographer. She goes like she goes like she goes like, Hey, do you need like a female model for the car? And he's like, No. <laughs> he's like he's like he's like no. And then and then afterwards he's like because uh, there was another guy standing, like he was like leaning against the car, some one of his buddies. He goes like, Yo, can you get out of the way? I'm trying to play, take a picture of this. Oh shit. <laughs> That's good, they ain't simple. And now meanwhile, like Bro, legendary moment. I was laughing on the inside. I didn't want to laugh. Like, to, you know, I didn't want her to see that I was laughing. It was the funniest shit I've ever seen. But, like, I was on the other edge, and I was, like, seeing this whole thing happen. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to say shit. <laughs> she came over, and she goes, like, oh, that guy was, like, super rude. I'm like, yeah, all right. <laughs> just, yeah, she's just, she's just uh, offended that she got rejected. You got you to gotta play it in some way. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I mean. You know, it was it was it was just a funny thing to see. That guy definitely had his priorities. He's like, I mean, honestly, if I was him, I'd probably say no too. Yeah, it's like I would much rather look at the car. Even so, it's not even I mean, his car. So <laughs> that's exactly it. It's not even his. Uh, apparently, I mean, I was actually talking to one of his friends. It's like the, I think the rate to rent one of those is like 180 per hour. That's so I guess they just rented it for literally an hour because the only thing on his Instagram is that one shot of the car <laughs> on that one parking garage. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> this guy didn't even bother going anywhere else he's just like I can't afford this shit bro it's, doesn't even so want to drive it he's got to take pictures of it exactly those are the same dudes that be like yo that's that's my web you know like yeah they'd be like they'll be showing it off like it's theirs you know what I mean but then like the rental agent will come over and be like okay you're you know your time's up <laughs> <laughs> yeah you gotta get to the point yeah. where you're the one who actually owns it you can, you can actually be flexing exactly. on bands yeah, there's a lot I mean there's a lot of cars coming through downtown now it's just like I'd, I'd seen at least like six McLaren 650s 
like over the course of like a week, different ones. It wasn't even the same one. White, green. Yo, I've black, seen a few of like seven twenty S's actually driving on the road and like in person. They're actually so sexy. Oh, they're so low. Yeah, they they're are. so low and wide and like yeah. Oh yeah. fuck, man. There's a purple one here in Midtown actually. Buddy lives on the building right across the street from me. Yeah. Or across the block, actually. He, like, parks it every now and again. And he's like, buddy just rolls around. I mean, it's, like, the worst roads to drive on McLaren. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, he, he rolls around regardless. You gotta flex on the broke boys. Yeah. <laughs> Fully. I mean, like, yo, sometimes, like, you look at the drivers and you'd be like, how the hell did you get this car? You know what I mean? These guys look, like, raggedy as yeah. fuck. <laughs> the man's be looking like, like Nassim. Pretty much, <laughs> Nassim would like hair. Yo, they just look like they haven't showered in a week. It's like, yo, how is it possible that I see that? And it makes me angry, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's which like, is why weird because like, why is this not know? me? What I have to do to get to this point, you know? I will never forget the day. Like, you know, I really took the the idea of like you know owning a really expensive car and shit like that. Like that, this one time put me in, put it into a lot of perspective. I was walking. This was in Millcroft when I was living in Burlington. I was walking down, like, just around my neighborhood during the summertime, and I had made the grave error of not bringing headphones with me. So I was walking, and I was listening to everyone's conversations, because, I mean, eavesdropping is just kind of a natural thing. And I remember I passed by this house. It was this lady who was talking to her friend. She had a Tesla Model X sitting in the driveway, right? Beautiful, black. Yeah, I mean, it was just freshly bought, pretty much. And uh, she was explaining to this lady that her husband bought it for her, and I shit you not, that, like she fully said, I have no idea how it works, but it's super quiet and it takes me from A to B. And I'm like, oh my God, like <laughs> it just boiled my fucking blood. That's just like, women though. Yeah. That's also true. But like, it's just like, I don't know. It was just, it just pissed me off to the point where like, man, this guy spent $165,000 for the full spec Model X. And his wife is like, I have no idea how it works, but it's super quiet and it takes me from A to B. It's like, you have no idea what you're driving. You yeah. just got to buy her a Honda Civic or like a Jeep or whatever they like. And, you know, actually, you, you, you yeah. don't got to buy her anything. She's got to buy it shit herself. Right? She's going to be the one doing shit for you. Kind of flip the script on them, you know. I saw a post on Six Buzz where it's like, oh, you know. Women should not have to purchase anything. Men should take care of yeah. them. Yeah, I, regardless. You saw that one too? Yeah, I saw that. And yeah, I, that post is a joke. I agree with it on certain <laughs> circumstances. If you want that to be the kind of relationship, then you got to be the one that's at home cooking, cleaning, taking care of the kids, and sucking dick yeah. on command if you want everything to be paid for. You know? <laughs> and that's just facts. That's how it is. Right? If you want the, your right. life to be like that, then you it's, it's got to be like a trade-off, right? You can't expect all that and not be anything else in return and that's the thing with women nowadays they're all too entitled like they expect that and they also expect everything else so can't be catering to these hoes what was the thing that uh ollie and i were talking about before it was like oh women are out here trying to expect like the highest end fucking pc but they only have a budget of two hundred dollars <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> straight up it's like, it's, yeah, so, yeah, yo, I need it. yeah it all goes back to that same argument that i had it's like you know you you want a stud of a man you know you want like the best possible option but then like you know what, what do you do oh you know i just sit at home watch netflix and yeah, and then you like know, a lot of these girls it's, it's have been better. like used. They, they, a lot of these girls have been used up too. Like they go out and fuck like a bunch of guys, and like I don't want used hardware, you know. Like, 
to say this already. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it's not. It's not a good idea to get used. <laughs> to, 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 to run with the analogy, real. right? Like all these girls, like they act a lot, and then they also go out and like fuck all these guys, rack up a high kill count, and then at, when they're thirty, they're like, "Hey, why doesn't anyone want to commit to me now?" Because you're a slut in your twenties, so what do you expect? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, everything's all like loose. <laughs> that's what yeah, but happens. refurbished. She's a shoe refurbished, bro. She's refurbished. Best Buy. Yeah, yeah. but that's also like, like a lie news. that they sell. <laughs> <women. like> <laughs> <laughs> Amazon, Amazon used, like operates like new. Jeez. Like, but I mean, it's like he's not wrong. You know what I mean? It's just like the, yeah. it's like kind of like the used market for cars. Like you look at like a. You look at an old, like, you use, like, hey, let's say you're going to get, like, a Honda S2000, you know what I mean? Super rare to get here. And, like, you, you drop, like, five bills on it. Or, sorry, five, you drop, like, five grand, you know what I mean? Which is, like, super cheap to buy one. But now, all of a sudden, like, nothing works. So now you got to go, like, drop, like, $25,000 just to repair the stupid thing. Yeah. And just, all you're doing is just sinking more and more and more and more effort, and you're not getting anything in return. Like, the ROI is just not there. I mean, that's, exactly. but that's also just the culture nowadays, right? Where, like, everyone just goes out and fucks a bunch of people but like like I said before as a guy you can do that and not associate the feels but as a girl you after a certain amount of like kills girls kind of get fucked up and like they can't commit to one guy anymore so like I don't know it's just the the culture that's been pushed like like selling a lie that girls can go out and fuck as many guys as they want then at 30 they can find, settle down with a nice guy and then get married and act like everything's okay, but at the end of the day, the damage is done, right? So, <laughs> and that cannot be reversed. Yeah, it's too much baggage to carry around. Yeah, not ever trying to pay for that. Exactly. So, oh, that's another reason why I want to have experience with women now, so that I know know the red flags on what not to uh, what not to do. And if anything... Do you see yourself settling down in, like, five years? No, not five years. Like, maybe... Probably in my 30s, for sure. Like, I don't want to settle down in my 20s. I think that's too soon. Because I, f- I feel like also yeah. I, I need to spend my 20s establishing myself, like, getting myself, right. like, financially set. I don't know. F- I believe fitness is just like an ongoing thing, but getting financially set, um, what else? And then experiencing enough women before I even settle down, so... For sure, I want to have kids, and I don't know if I'm going to marry someone because marriage is also kind of fucked up nowadays. Uh, you can get raped so easily from divorce. Like, Just get that prenup, you'll be fine. Even so, like they don't always hold up. Right. Uh, just like Jeff Bezos made his wife the richest yeah, woman in the was, world in one I think one that, was the, that was the biggest fuckage of the, of the century. <laughs> like, that was straight up. The guy got demolished like that was that's probably like what 25% of his net worth or something no it's half of his net worth went to this bitch half Half his net worth yeah this bitch took 50% so she's now the richest woman in the world because of that but yeah (laughs) she's richer than Kylie Jenner and I mean she pretty much did that well not all on her own but you know she put in a little bit of work but the thing is like (laughs) the funny I feel bad for Jeff Bezos sometimes because like you know there'll be times where you'll see like oh Jeff Bezos donated you know a million dollars to this foundation and then you'll have that one man. Yo, a million dollars to Jeff Bezos is like ten dollars to me. I hate that yeah. argument so much. It's the most yeah. stupid shit. Like, like donate. What a, you can get. first of all, he doesn't even own that money. That's not his. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> just because it says billionaire doesn't actually means that you know 
he's got shit to pay off. You know what I mean? He's got a company that's actually going. It's not know, liquid. It's not liquid money. Right it's now. all tied up in something. Yeah, that's what people exactly. fail to understand. But like, it's like his petty cash is you know, it's significantly smaller than what he's actually got. So yeah, that's also a prime example like, on why I do what I do right now, so that this shit doesn't happen to me. Like that's an ultimate fuckage on his side. Like yeah, he's the rich. He's smart as fuck. He's the richest guy in the world. But if you don't know how to handle women, your net worth gets cut in half just like that. So <laughs> know your shit with Honestly, I, yeah, I don't know if I'd get married if I was that rich. I definitely wouldn't get married if I was that rich. But that's the thing. He, he, that they were married before he got rich. Well, like before that's he true, got super yeah. rich. So I can't. Yeah, they've been together for a minute, which is actually like, like super shocking because like there's, I think there's a threshold. Like, I would assume there's a threshold of, like, by the time you reach this point, like, you know, you're pretty much, like, just dead set on going until death. You know what I mean? But that's the thing. Like, that's the narrative nowadays. Like, women are fully supported to divorce, and, like, they're, it's almost incentivized for women to get a divorce whenever they want. It's like that eat, pray, love thing. Like, oh, you're 40? It's okay. You can get divorced. You know, you, you can go out and <laughs> find a new man, do whatever you want. And your husband will pay for it because you get half of his shit, right? So, it's it's like a narrative they push for women that like that if you want to get divorced, the system will support you, and that's it's also bad because it fucks over a lot of guys. So, something you got to be wary of. That's also why I'm not sure if I even get married. I want to I want to have kids and settle down, but I don't know if I'm gonna get married per se because you can still yeah, you can I mean, still one do of my all little cousins is like that. Yeah, you can still do all this shit and not get married. And there's still going to be common law if you're living with her, and that will still affect things, but at the end of the day, like, you don't have to get married, right? Like, marriage is Wait, just an institution. It has to be written on paper. Yeah, it's just an institution, and it's just literally like a piece of paper from the government right. saying that you're legally bound together, and that, like, if anything happens, they can step in and fuck you up, so, I don't know. Yeah, I think it has something to do with taxes, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As far as the government's concerned, whenever it comes to like tax money, it's like okay, you, if you're married, then this is condition. If you're single, then it's this condition. You know, but yeah. I think at the end of the day, when it comes to like the lifestyle, I don't think anything's changed if you say you are or aren't. Yeah, they right. always gotta have their hand in the pot. <laughs> yeah, basically. But like even my little cousin, she goes like, "Yo, I'm outright not getting married." And I'm like, "You sure?" <laughs> She's, she's just like straight up just said it she's like I'm not getting married I'm like alright bet yeah it's, uh... as long as she doesn't get married to that fat kid I'll be fine <laughs> does Phil know about the fat kid? Phil do you know about the fat kid? no what happened? Well, I don't think he all follows right, so, any of your cousins that's why no he doesn't follow okay so so I'll give you a little bit of backstory there's this fat kid that <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll just start with this. No, I don't give a shit. There's a flat kid the one that, uh, yeah. So this is why we came up with the deadlift, like, benchmark. So there's this fat kid that has been my cousins, like, in California, I have two cousins. Um, their neighbor, he's been their neighbor since they moved in there. Yeah. And this kid got, like, his. he's been spoiled to shit. I mean, this guy, like, you know, when every toy came out, this man had it a day early. You know, he's one of them ones. Yeah. You know what I mean? This guy had every video game. This guy has every toy possible. This guy has, like, super privileged life. His parents are both, like, weirdos. So, um, this guy, this kid grew up, like, super, super weird. And he speaks like an HR lady. You know what I mean? He's, like, he's one of those men that's like, oh, hello, how are you today? He speaks like El Chapo, kind of. So, it's like, 
He's like super annoying. I can't take him seriously. Like I, I hate him. Like it's I don't know. It's like this irrational hatred I have for this kid. And anyway, you know, I I would only pop by into California every now and again. Like I'm not, you know, I'm not frequent there. But you know, every time I go, it's always like my my aunt is always like, oh, you gotta meet, you know, you gotta meet this kid. You gotta meet his, you know, our neighbor and things like that. I'm like, I don't want to like fuck this dude. You know what I mean? It's just like. But then for some reason, like, my little cousins have become, like, the most best friends with him. I, I mean, he's fallen. He's dug himself into the friend zone, and he's not leaving. These <laughs> two, you know what I mean? He's just, like, you know, dead set on staying in the friend zone. And he's still the exact same shape, just pinched to zoom. You know, he just looks, he looks the exact same, just, like, older. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I've been ranting and raving about this guy, and it's just like, yo, you know, if, if there's anyone, because, like, I'm... As much as I don't want to be, like, you know, it's kind of one of those, like, biological things. I have to kind of be the a little bit of the protective older cousin because I'm the oldest, like, of my generation in this family. Yeah. And all of my, you know, most of my younger cousins are all girls. So it's just like... I mean, yo, you is know. it... Wasn't Phil kind of like that too, like, with his younger sister? Uh, my brother was more so like that. Like, my, like... Kinda? I don't know. My, but that's the thing. Yeah, my, it's weird. My like, you just pretty, get that like, weird thing. My sister has a pretty level head on her, so she's not, like gonna go out and fuck around she is like pretty chaste if you will so uh, I, I have faith in her so that's a thing that actually that helps a lot yeah I think my cousins are too like they're not I mean, you know I'd, I'd like to shit on them a lot but you know I do they're 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 a lot smarter than I keep saying they are but um but yeah I mean this dude's just like best friends with them and like Ali and I always roast the shit out of him all the time you know <laughs> I feel just bad because if, like it's just I feel bad if the guy actually like listens to this podcast <laughs> I don't care. He's just, yeah, whatever. It is what it is. He's not going to be sad. He's just going to play video games all the time. It'll be a good wake-up call. If you're fat, go It'll be a good wake-up call. Yeah, you can finally do the deadlifts. But see, that's the thing. That's where we came up with this condition. It's like, yo, if there's anyone who's going to date my younger cousins, yo, I have to make sure that they can do like a two-plate deadlift at least. Yep. If you can do that, you pass my QC. That's it. No, you Quality can, you can probably increase that because uh, I feel any, <laughs> any, average, any average guy, like if they train for a little bit, they can probably do two plates or even more. Like, but See, no, like this is the thing. Like I'm not going to tell them in advance. Yeah. I'm not going to be like, yo, be able to deadlift two plates in two weeks. No, if I ever see you, <laughs> we're going right now to a gym. I'm going to put you on a fucking, like, you know, true, put you on the true. floor, get you a bar. We're going to set you up a two plates. Deadlift this right now. Before I talk to you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Five reps too. Five reps. Five reps, exactly. Yeah. I feel like we can Do this get five some times? standards in that though. <laughs> or like every like. Okay, what's what's your standard, bro? I need to hear this. Four, four, four uh, plates. No, I, I mean like in general, like if I if I'm looking at a guy, if he's suitable to like date my sister or whatever, or even my daughter, like uh, I wouldn't. Realistically, I like fitness is something is a key thing, but they gotta have their money straight. Oh, they no, gotta, no. they gotta have like a good yeah, mindset. No, no, obviously, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, 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 we're not. We're just, no, 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 we're, we're not. Yo, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. We're not, yo, we're not talking about like yo. A bum is not gonna date my little cousin. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not letting a homeless man show up just because he's strong and shit. Fuck that. Yeah, but like in, for this case, it's fun to just like shit on him because you know, they, they, for the most part, if, if your cousin's smart enough, he'll never have a chance anyway. But it's good to shit on him. Like, oh, he's... Him. I don't think he's ever going to have one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, I mean, it's funny. It's just fun to make fun of him every now and again. It's just like, man... Because, like, you, you think, like, how many... Because I don't know what it is with, like, some communities of people. It's like, yo, guys just seem to think that if they're, like, super, super nice, that just gets them, like, 
you that's know what I mean? Like if false. you're like a super, super nice guy, then you automatically just have some like higher privilege and shit. It's like, I don't know if that's actually true. That's also California, like, right? So they're all pretty fucking soy over there. Yeah, sort of. I mean, I've seen that kind of shit happen here too. Yeah. But for the most part, like American men's in general, like American yeah. brown guys in general are just kind of odd. Again, <laughs> it's back to how society is raising men to be more emotional and like pushing that agenda. Just be friends with them and they'll like you more, you know? That's false. You gotta... Because, like, all that does, like, yo, that's a slippery yeah. slope. Because, yo, if you if you got one foot on one side, you got one foot on the other side, yeah. you take one step, you're in a friend zone, you're never getting out. Yeah. See, that's a black hole for most people. All that toxic masculinity that they've been talking about, that's what they re- the girls really want. So they don't... Men's are trying to... Trying to do everything on, like, in their power to get rid of, quote-unquote, masculinity because M-A-N is bad. Well, cause that was the thing. It's just like you know when I I met El Chapo for the first time at school, <laughs> I was like, yo, there's just just like it doesn't make any sense. Like, how do you have the exact same person embodying two different people? Do you not get the urge uh, when yes. you see people like that? Do you not get the urge to like just beat the shit out of them? Yeah. Because, like, <laughs> no, it's like it's one yo. of those things where it's like it's almost like an evolved I swear, thing. I just want to like. Punch him in the yeah, it's like an evolved sometimes. animal thing where, like, this guy is such a weak little pussy that you need to, like, kick yeah. his ass and, like, give him some balls, you know? Because like... I remember, like, I was I was walking back from Starbucks and he just happened to be walking next to me and I was taking pictures of some snowflakes and he goes, oh, so you're the creative person that I keep hearing about. Like, Shut the fuck up. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> want to just kick this man in the face, bro. Like, oh, just shut up. Stop talking to me. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm also disappointed. I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't uh, finish her <laughs> off <laughs> over oh, that. Jesus, it's all right. You'll get your chance. Yeah. It's also. It's interesting oh, though. You know. It's. Yeah. Yeah. It was a pretty good social experiment. <laughs> I mean, if there's anything you could take from like, from like a scientific standpoint or from like a so- psychological standpoint, you essentially run like your own miniature social experiment with that one person and you're just like you know you you proved your hypothesis but i'm curious what what is the factor that's keeping him like keeping that relationship together like are they is it just friends like i can't even see him fucking her i cannot see this man doing anything say i can't picture it either <laughs> no for all know. we know the buddy could be packing like you know you know i don't think so unless he's a, a closet <laughs> like a closet chad i don't even know if that's a real thing <laughs> oh maybe yo you never know bro yeah who knows but even still I can't see him doing any, anything like remotely <laughs> sexual just the way he carries yeah. it yo it's too funny to think about bro oh can I can I can I hug I you can't... can I can I touch you <laughs> I can't associate him with that it's just not it just doesn't connect properly yeah also why it helped that's also why it helped too because the polarizing like the polarization like me versus him and yeah i mean it's a perfect example of anything but yeah you need that balance though it's like if you have someone who's like super like emotional like if you have i mean girls are usually like super emotional but then if you if you then pair them with a guy who's like the exact same it's like you it just it's too much exactly you know that's I mean? why you kind of need some sort of a balance that's why you need the compliment like you need that masculinity you need, they need that femininity you know they're compliments to each yeah. other so you can't have all one like you can't have all mans being fucking pussies and all feminine shit like you need men to be men and, right. yeah 
because only then it'll work. Otherwise, it's not it's not possible. Yeah, I mean, if you look at most successful relationships, that for the most part, both sexes are playing their roles properly, right? Like the men are men and the women are women. Like they, I don't know, they're also being told this lie that all oh, men and women are equal. Like no, no, the fuck they are not. We are very different creatures. Yes, we are both human and like we're complements to each other, but like in no way yeah, in no biologically in, in no way are men and women equal. Like and it's I don't know, it's that that narrative that's being pushed today that men and women are equal and like anything man can do, a woman can do, you know? It's like okay, yeah. deadlift three plates. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, it's just it's gotten a little too much. We'll see how you know. We'll see what the next couple of like months and years maybe will look like. Cause like, Honestly, judging just, by the trajectory yeah. that this is going, yeah, no, that's scary. Yeah, I know. I'm just imagining like, like what's shit gonna look like when we're 50 years old now? Like, Bro, what's shit gonna look like when we have kids? Like, yo, all yeah, three of us are definitely gonna have kids, and all three of our kids are definitely gonna be best friends. But like. What you know? What's the world gonna look like? Like, how censored is the world gonna end up being? I don't. Th- I think there will be a breaking point where it'll be too much. But like, I don't know. There's also the option of just get the fuck out, go somewhere else, move to somewhere else in the world where this isn't a problem. Well, yeah, but even that somewhere else in the world is also gonna get affected by the same thing. Like, yeah, but like, you know. I guess in their lifetime, it may not change. Like, in like, of course, you want the best for your kids too. But like, realistically, you gotta live pretty selfishly and like to have like the best life for you as well so sometimes you just gotta get the fuck out yeah. you know, the west is pretty fucked in general like western society <laughs> and like if you consider if you consider like um european countries or like eastern countries like russia where like things are still pretty traditional like compare how society is there versus in the west like do you think any of the shit that hap- goes on here would be tolerated over there? Absolutely not. <laughs> I don't think yeah, so, no. You'd yeah. just be sent to the gulag. Exactly, exactly. So, <laughs> like, be fully sent to Siberia. And I don't doubt that at some point it may creep into there, but I feel like it would be a long time because they're pretty, like... I don't know right. the word to say it, but, like, they... They have something to unite under. They're, they're pretty solid foundation as a country and as a people, but compare that to America and Canada like what are we you know <laughs> like it's just a random <laughs> random collective of, of like everything so there's no it's just a random collective of pussies yeah and there's no there's no like one thing that everyone can identify with under you know like everyone's just kind of I don't even know how to explain this. Um, I think Phil just low-key wants to go to Russia so he can be part of their, like, government-funded <laughs> doping program. Not even Russia, just, like, countries in general that still I think are, he just wants to get jacked and would not have an issue with it. Countries that are still, like, traditional in a sense uh, in terms of, like, how they operate and their, their values, gen- yeah. their values well, yeah, and their gender roles. Like, even um, consider, like, Islamic countries. They still have... Um, like the way they operate Phil you don't want to move to Islamic countries yeah no, I'm just saying like, <laughs> no, in, yeah, in right. terms of their, their values and the way they operate versus like you think like try try pulling any of the shit that's happening here in an Islamic country again it's a, same oh, it's, it's a straight death yeah, it's straight yeah. defaz it's straight death same, same, <laughs> like, same thing right like same yeah. thing with other countries that are still more traditional like you can't pull this shit and like I would I would like to like 
experience what it is to like live in a country like that and see what it'd be like but i don't know man that's the only <laughs> other option like of course like it's on a downward spiral right now like realistically the only option is to get the fuck out is that realistic at this like point in time is the real question just, just make enough money and then go to like panama or something yeah, yeah or like Iceland. be be um what is it anti-fragile so like so that like say being able to do whatever you want and say whatever you want and not get people to cancel you and ax you you know like like uh like you know tate right ali yeah, yeah. like the, being able yeah, being able to say shit like that or say whatever the fuck you want and not have anyone be able to cancel you or like get you fired because you're not tied down to one anything like any one thing so like that's what i mean by anti-fragile like you have enough money and means that people can't fuck with your life just because you have a certain point of view and i feel like that's like the ultimate freedom right or like one of the like you can say and do what you want and not have people like and not give a fuck really right well i mean it's also that but it's also like look like whatever you know people follow different religions people have different sexual identities people have like you know their different ways of life and shit like that it's like okay fine you know do whatever you want it's like don't bring me into your bullshit though you know what I mean? It's just like, like I understand that if you know, it's just like it's like the whole um, uh, like the transgender thing. It's just like I have no clue what or who or you know what you are. So don't get upset when I get it wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just yeah, like, I saw. I had no I idea. Saw to begin one in with, you know? Fully a man with a beard, wearing a blouse, carrying a purse, and had, like had these weird shorts what? on. And he had a mask. Well, it had a mask on. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to trigger it and assume its gender or anything. But like, yeah. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. It's just like you know, you'll see someone like that, or even like the invigil. I don't know if you guys ever saw that invigilator from from university with the fucking hoop earrings, the goddamn. Yo, oh, she or he, I don't remember, was, looked like Doctor Oz a in a bra. Creature. Yeah, it just, you know, they look like Dr. Oz in a bra. That's all it was. It was like some yeah, raggedy buddy, old man. But he was jacked, though. <laughs> yeah, he was pretty jacked, and that's the thing. Like, <laughs> so, like, clearly, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you already have this kind of vision where it's like, yo, you were definitely a man before you like, turned I didn't, into I this, wouldn't want to scrap know? them. Like, imagine, like, a were they wearing, like, a, a dress or, like, a skirt or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a full skirt with a bra underneath. Yeah, but, like, like a just a jacked upper body. Like, buddy had some solid yeah. arms. <laughs> But he had solid arms, <laughs> you know what I mean? He was pretty fit for, like, the age that he was. You know, I don't think, I don't think it was fit, though. It was definitely on the, on the ticker end, you know? Yeah. No, no, for, like, for, for their age, I'm yeah. saying. For their, like, for their age. They were, like, they are pretty, like, you know? It was, like, at least, at least it wasn't, like, a fat person, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, someone would just let themselves go, like, crazy. Because that would have just been disgusting. But, you know, but this one it was, like, the same thing. Oh, so, oh, you're talking about that. I'm talking about another invigilator. There, there was another There's one. There's another one? I don't, I I don't think, know about that. I don't know if Phil... Maybe I, Phil was in the same room. I don't know. There was another invigilator that... Did, like, this, this smelled like shit. But it was like a, a fat guy. It was a fat guy dressed as a woman. Like, that's what G- I remember. Oh, fuck. I remember that one. You know, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Now? Yeah, yeah. Fuck, man. <laughs> that was a weird, yeah, was- weird creature. <laughs> But see, that's the thing. It's like, you know, you can, you could probably, like, obviously you're not going to talk to him. Like, you know, I barely talked to like that one invigilator with the hoop earrings. Like, I didn't talk to that person. 
but you know like I just wonder like how many people got like how many people got nervous if they ever talked to them it's like hey what do I say you know do I call you sir do I call you ma'am which one came first obviously with the fat guy probably the fat <laughs> guy came first I don't know and obviously I, with uh, like I feel like a lot of this like transgender shit or like this homosexual shit or like some of it like they are who they are like oh yeah let them be but a lot of the time it's also like some like I feel like it's a cheap cheap way of making themselves right. quote unquote unique or individual you know like something that they can identify with like oh I'm right. I'm a homosexual oh I'm a fucking transgender by something whatever woman like and that makes me special you gotta recognize right. me you gotta call me a certain whatever pronoun or whatever right. and that's but their you, way you, of becoming special or becoming recognized and like right. I don't know like, but honestly right. like I've I've, I've like I've seen and heard of like people that like transgender people and like homosexual people they, they tend to be actually pretty chill for the most part yeah but like they are, they th- are but, really but you know they're, they're, yeah they're like so chill. but like you know what you know what the issue is I feel like people that aren't so this comes back to the same thing where it's like black people don't have an issue with it and why do we have an issue with it so yeah. it's like it's like the same thing where it's it's like yeah these people would be like standing up and like fighting for but like you know it's like you know the, like the, like those people half the time yeah, it's not it even them fighting for it it's other people fighting <laughs> yeah. exactly yeah, so right it, just, it, it just it just make it just paints a bad picture for them yeah. Because now, now it just makes them all seem like they're just like you know all these SJWs. When in reality, they're just like chill, normal people that you know that don't really they don't you know they don't really care for all the attention, right? True. True. Yeah, because especially because like you know I mean I when I was a when I was a Taekwondo instructor for a few years, one of our instructors was um, was a transgender person. She had transitioned from a girl to a guy. And she, like, made fun of herself all the fucking time. It was the funniest thing. Just her and I used to just talk shit at each other all the time. Really? Like, we would just make fun of the fact that her anatomy is all different. And I'm like, you know, her tits hurt. And I'm just like, you know, it's like just shit like that. But it's like, you know, you'll see people who are like that. And I feel like people who are self-deprecating, who can do it in a humorous way. You know, if you make fun of yourself, like, you're just one of those people that doesn't take yourself too seriously. Like, those are some of the chillest people on the planet. Exactly. And the same thing goes for, like, gay guys. Like... Say what you want, but, you know, every single clothing store for, like, men you're ever going to walk into, the one with the most style is going to be a gay guy. Like, it's just, it's just facts. Like, Phil and I have experience with that. Remember when we were at Banana Republic that one time? <laughs> yeah. You know, it was just, like, the same thing. It's, like, this guy was giving you the most, like, proper style, you know, um, advice. And it's just, like, you know, it, it, there's just some things where, you know, you just got to accept it. But yeah. you'll have these extremes, you know, and these extremes usually get the most publicity and then what ends up happening is that now people just think that everyone yeah. who's of that disposition is like that you know it's funny how like and the French like, people fucks like, everything refer up. to like gay people too like I was like when I was this came up in a random conversation but when I was at the job site I was working with one other guy in the job and somehow we were talking about it and he was like yeah you know like I used to, like, we were looking to buy a house in this area, but then my wife wasn't sure because there was a lot of homosexuals here, you know? But yeah. at the same time, it's good because the homosexuals, they have good taste. <laughs> and they make it feel nicer. <laughs> but just the way he was, like, talking about them, like, you know, like, the homosexuals. Did he have an accent? Yeah, like, with a French accent. It was yeah. actually pretty jokes. Homosexual, uh, they have a good taste. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was funny. 
that that is that does remind me of home actually god damn it yeah, it's pretty french deep. people french people are french people i think are the last frontier of people who just like are not afraid to speak their mind yeah, yeah. at the same time they come off as extremely racist and for the most part a lot of them are extremely racist <laughs> but i know that you know yeah, yeah. they're they're very heavily racist. I mean, yeah. the Bloc Québécois, like, political party is all based on racism. Yeah. Like, pretty much. In Montreal, it's not as bad, but, but in Quebec, it's pretty apparent. <laughs> in Quebec, it's pretty, yeah. it's pretty shitty. Man, men's don't um, like me Even up much. north, if you go, like, up into the suburbs in Quebec, it's like, holy. <laughs> you know, you just feel like you're in a different world up there. But, yeah. yeah, French people are... That's the one thing I do miss about Quebec, is, like, people are just not afraid to speak their mind, and they're not afraid to tell you if you're, you know, if you fucked up. Yeah. You know, there's, you know, or they're not afraid to tell you if you're acting stupid. Like, yeah. you know, someone shows up and says like, "Oh, I need to use the women's washroom because I self-identify as a woman." A man will definitely, who, the man who <laughs> runs the bar is gonna be like, "Nah, bro, you're going into the men's washroom. Like, yeah, you know, you're not stepping foot in there. I don't give a shit." You know, that's good though. Like, you and need, there's nothing you can you do about it. To, like, some, I enjoy that straightforwardness too. Like, you need some some of that as well, right? Yeah, exactly. Because I feel like you know, if you don't have it, then Essentially, what you've done is you've just rid the world of, of everyone but yes men. Exactly. You know, and it's all the yes men who are just like, yeah, for sure. You know, get rid of the police, get rid of social constructs, get rid of, fuck government. <laughs> let uh, let don't let one man run a country. Let a group of people run a country. Fuck it. No, it has to be a woman. You know. Or that yeah, a black that's woman. Yeah. A black. Woman. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best of both worlds, right there. Uh. Yeah, no, that that abolish the police thing. I, just, I don't know. Like, I don't want to keep bringing it up. But I just can't wrap my head around that shit. Like, I can't believe that's an actual fucking argument. Like, it's the most stupid shit ever. Yeah, like apart abolish the police. Yes, like is. apart from like the the fucked up shit that happens, like the 90% of other police services are still very essential. Like, that's not going to help at all. But yeah, there's a exactly. lot of this. That 10% of fucked up shit that happens, happens, and which is bad. It doesn't mean you just get rid of the fuckers as a whole. You still need police to, like, maintain law and order, right? Like, it's not going to help to get rid of them. Unless it's, I mean, unless what they're saying, because the thing is, like, I haven't done enough research into the whole abolish the police thing, but unless they're saying get rid of, like, the local police and then just basically replace it with the federal level, you know? Because, like, uh, Minneapolis as a state, yeah. if you get rid of the state police, then you can fill it up with the federal police. And the same thing here in Canada. Like, if you get rid of Toronto, like the city of Toronto police, you'll just fill it up with, like, right. OPP, right? But I don't know. It's just, like... I feel like the same thing's going to... Like, it's not going to change much. It'll just be, like, a different technically employer. Yeah, because the thing is, because now you're facing federal jurisdiction. Yeah. <laughs> now if you fuck up, now you're facing federal law. Like, you could get away with a few things if you're in, like, the municipality. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, a parking ticket or, like, a speeding ticket or something like that. But if that shit went to the federal level now, all of a sudden you're in jail. Yeah, well, like, it'd be right. weird if it's the federal police enforcing provincial law or whatever, or, like, state law, right? So it gets kind of fucked up at that point. Exactly. The and like the Minneapolis then becomes the only state where it's like, oh, we have a different rule because we are federally run, but none of you guys are, so... Right. You know. No, the only, the only thing that makes sense about abolish the police is, like, reforming. So that means, like, um, like get... So basically in the past, what happened was, I don't know which city it was in, but they literally got rid of their whole police department because every single man in there was corrupt. So... Yeah. They, they yeah. abolished the police and reformed it, so they they, they brought in totally new a totally new group of people. 
that I understand. You know, if that's what they're trying to get at, like maybe get rid of the, the I don't know. Like maybe that's not even a solution, but I mean that's the only thing that can make sense to me is getting rid I of still, the, police, yeah. the current police. I see like and what then, you mean, but I feel like that won't help either because like No, if, I, I, it doesn't help at all. That's yeah. but I'm just thinking that's the only like rational solution that uh, that I, that comes to mind. But because at the end of the day, stupid. yeah, at the end of the day, that 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 crime is still happening by a large majority of the black population, right? That's that's an objective fact, and again, like I I, remember, I don't know if you read that whole thing I blurbed out in the, the Facebook chat, but it was more of like a social issue, like of be of like the black population as a whole being kept in poorer like communities, and as a result in more poorer communities the likelihood of committing crime is higher right so it's all like a correlation so when you have a larger amount of black people in poor communities it's a higher likelihood that the crime is going to be committed there and which also there also is a larger majority of black people committing crime which is a fact like so even if you re-change the whole like police structure and get in like a whole fresh batch of people that crime's still going to be there and because because the fact that there's going to be still a large amount of crime being committed by a black population that pattern is going to be relearned by that new new population of police and the whole thing starts over again right so it's basically just gang on gang war I mean, like you're having. I mean, you obviously have like gang wars between literal gangs, but then the police is also a gang when you really think about it. It's like they're if one man, if one of their mans is down, then it's all out war. You know, what I mean, that's usually how it works. Right. So it's just like right. you know, you gotta attack it at both fronts. But at the same time, like these Black Lives Matter protests, and you know, um, the specifically the Black Lives Matter protests, not the defund the police and shit, fuck that. But I'm talking about like the actual protests that were started because of the issue of police brutality. Like, police brutality is, like, a real thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you just can't... You can't, like... Man's a power trip and... I don't know, like... Yeah, exactly. And it's just, like, you know, you get... When you are... that. See, that's the thing about being, like, a martial art... Like, or, like, at least learning, like, a martial art. It's, like, when you, when you know what you're capable of, and if you know that, like, at any given moment, if you come... If someone comes to, like... You know, if someone confronts me, like, I have a couple of skills in my, you know, in my arsenal here that I can basically incapacitate you. I have that knowledge, and I know how to do it. And it's because of that reason why I will not do it. You know what I mean? Like, because I know what kind of damage I can deal to you. Yeah. You know, like, I know how powerful my kicks are. I know how good my takedowns are. I know how, where to hit you in specific places, how to hit you. You know what I mean? Like, I know all these mechanics, so it's like, just from a basis of that standpoint, like, I have a little bit more knowledge than you do on this situation, so I'm just gonna try my best to diffuse it right now before anything bad happens. Yeah. But I feel like with the police, it's like, I mean, you know, you get, obviously the media will report different things, and like, I don't know how many police officers, you know, I don't know what the training level is like, because I've never been through it, but I would assume that becoming a police officer does not take as much training as being in the Canadian or American military. Like, you don't have to go through a BUDS training, you don't have to go through, like, some ridiculous hell week to get you in shape and to get you acclimated to the environment and, you know, to get you to understand how your weapon works, understand hand-to-hand combat and situational awareness and things like that. It's like, 
is usually just you fill out a couple of applications, you make sure that you're not an idiot or a criminal, and then, you know, lo and behold, you're a police officer and suddenly an upstanding citizen. It's just like, and then you're, you're tossed into a situation where, like, you're in a firefight, and it's like, yo, I have a pistol in my hand, you know, and, like, this is like a, you know, a firearm, and, like, now, you know, there's a whole firefight happening and your adrenaline's kicking in. It's like, obviously, you're going to throw shots. Fuck it. You know, and I mean, we were, I mean, the Ronnie Coleman um, podcast with Joe Rogan, I mean, he was pretty much saying that thing too. It's like, I went because my, he's like, his town was so calm. He's like, I would just go and looking for fights. <laughs> his job would be so boring. You know what I mean? And it's the same thing. It's like most police officers, like there was one interview with this police officer that from Baltimore and he was saying the same thing. He goes like, you know, there'd be a certain point where you're just waiting for someone. You're hoping that someone's going to cause trouble so that you can that adrenaline kicks back in again. But it's like, if you already know how to deal with combat situations and you know what the consequences are, then I feel like you, you would be able to diffuse it a lot better. Right. So it's just like, it's, it's a matter of training. Like, that's the thing. It's like police brutality is just lack of training. That's all it is. Yeah, there was, a, there was like a stat somewhere where it's like the amount of training um, to become a police compared to a bunch of other ones and like, I don't remember exactly. Yeah. yeah, the hairstylist was more trained than fucking police. Yeah, it's so. just like, you know, like, why do you think more, like, bar fights, for instance? Bar fights are so much fun to watch because they have no idea what the hell they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, mans are throwing shit. Those are also the most are going dangerous because the they don't know their own potential, so they're more likely. That's exactly it. Like, you don't have any idea how to diffuse, and, like, bouncers are, like, most bouncers, I've seen bar fights before, like, most bouncers have no idea what the fuck to do. But like if you had a little bit of skill in hand-to-hand -hand combat, you'd be able to navigate, you know, you'd be able to at least try to defuse the situation. But I mean, when it's all out chaos, like a riot, or if it's like a bar fight, it's like if you have no combat training, you're just gonna swing, you know, and you're just gonna hope for the best. And that's not necessarily the best thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I definitely wanna get into that. Like I was, I wanna get into boxing or some sort of, I think boxing yeah, would be good physic. Yeah. I think that'll be the most transferable in terms of like handling yourself and fighting skills, if anything. Well, I mean, boxing, yeah, sure, but because um, like I, I enjoy you, grappling and doing BJJ, but like in a realistic situation, you're not gonna, you don't want to be on the ground, right? So like that's not gonna be realistic. No, in a realistic situation, actually, like if you, I mean, if you really think about it, the ground is your friend, because when you're on the ground, you've essentially you've essentially gotten rid of your opponent's ability to use the ground as leverage to attack you. Yeah, that's, a, that's you know assuming I mean? you're like one on one. Like, but usually in public fights, there's always other people. You get your head stomped in. You know. Yeah, yeah. Like obviously, yeah. Like I mean, if you're if you're if you're planning on being in one of those fights, then I would yeah. then I would suggest maybe not doing that. <laughs> but if, yeah, <laughs> if that's the route that you're gonna take, then yeah, you probably want to have a little bit of hand, like just boxing skill, just know where to punch at least. Yeah. You know, nowhere to boxing hit Boxing or, like, kickboxing to... would be, like, my goals. I need to get into that. Yeah. Anything. Honestly, anything. Like, even if it's, like, as simple as as simple as boxing or as complicated as jiu-jitsu, like, you can... As long as you know something. Yeah. Or even just, like, basic, you know I mean? Like, even, like, basic... Um, you know, you have these drill training exercises that, that personal coaches will do, and, like, they'll just get you to hit pads every now and again. Like, as long as you get the mechanics of moving your shoulders and your arms... Like you start right. to realize that like this this in and of itself this movement you've you, you're hitting a target with your fist and you get that form and then all of a sudden you keep working at it just that one thing and now you have a right hook 
Yeah. You know, now you have a left jab. And that in and of itself can get you a bit of an advantage over someone who has no idea what they're doing. Yeah, for me, like, the uh, the best thing about it is, like, knowing how to like, stay calm in a situation, too. Like, That's, yeah, fight or flight yeah. syndrome. Or, like, being able to handle that. Because, like, I've, whenever, like, I hang out with my brother, we always end up fucking grappling or fighting or doing something. <laughs> like, because, yeah. like, yeah. it's good, though, because, like, like, for the most part, it's usually just grappling and on the floor. So, like, being able to, like, stay calm, even, like, if someone's on top of you, like, knowing how to handle yourself, but also being able to do that when you're, like, fucking boxing someone, or, like, I think having that trained, or having that fight-or-flight induced is good, right? It's, like, it's like you can't really yeah. achieve, you can't, you can't really, um, have it done to you in any other way than through martial arts training, right? And like, you know, right. I mean, it's also like that whole confidence, right? You build that confidence over time. And then, yeah. You know, you, 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 you trust yourself. Yeah. Definitely. You, a, know, you can handle the situation. Definitely a goal of mine to uh, get into that. But yeah. It'll help, man. It'll definitely help. Especially because like fight or flight syndrome is one of those things that you can't simulate. Like you, you'll never know if you faced it until you actually face it. I mean, you can be in the gym and you can have mans attack you as much as you want, but that conscious part of your mind is already knowing, okay, I'm in a gym environment, there's coaches around me, there are people here that will make sure that I'm not dead. Yeah. But like, you know, when you're in an actual, when you're in an actual um, a situation like a bar fighter, if you're in like, you know, you just, and you know, someone's antagonizing you and you need to figure out how to manage, like you don't really know what you're capable of until the thing actually happens, until the event actually takes place. Then you're like, okay, Everything I've learned up until now, everything I've done up until now, we're going to apply it to this situation and see if we can get rid of it. Yeah. Right. So. But, like, you know, it's just some extra some extra things to consider. I don't know. It's like, I have no... I mean, if this... I, I am 100% confident that this stupid defunding the police is never going to happen in Toronto, so we won't have to worry about that. But as far as the rest of the United States, I got no idea. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. We're gonna be living in a really interesting world soon. We'll be living in Mad Max soon. I think it'll still take some time to before it gets that bad, but I don't know. It's not going in the right direction, if anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just. I mean, things are just becoming so. Uh, well, that I think you'll. We'll be. We we can kind of gauge. We can kind of gauge where things are going by the way that, like, by the way that they display porn on the internet. It's like, you want to talk about outright racism? <laughs> Yo, if, if you read some of these, like, titles on some of these videos, and it's like, you know, as long as those if, those, if those videos stay up there with the same title and they don't get taken down, that means we're good. Nothing, nothing too drastic has happened that will change society for the better or for the worse. Well, that's like that's, that's sex so though. True. Sex sex sells. Like when it comes to sex, like anything goes. It's a different story though. Yeah, but no, I mean like you know the video is obviously fine. Yeah, but I'm talking specifically the title, like the title of the video, the premise <laughs> of the whole thing, the fact that it's like this massive black dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, things like this. Like once we start to see a diminish of that, once we start to see that like reduce then you're gonna know like holy shit things are changing you know I and mean, even the porn industry is changing like that's one of those they're they're one of those industries that don't give a fuck you know oh yeah that's for sure i don't know if it'll get, get to like, that point there's like no other way to describe it at certain points <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
have to you have to describe it as PC as possible. <laughs> yeah, like it won't be like big black guy. It'd be like big man. Or no, it won't even be big because big is probably going to be a derogatory term. Oh It'd yeah, be, uh, yeah, you know, just man. Just man. <laughs> no, not even man, bro. He can't it won't even, even be man. man. It can't be man. Use the words man. It can't be man. Human, human being, Homo sapien. Yeah, Homo sapien. But homo is a derogatory term. So now you can't use homo sapien. That means the entire scientific community is going to be dismantled. Large creature fornicates with smaller creature. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be it for all of them. That's just going to... Part one. Part two. Where did you learn the word fornicate, bro? (laughs) What do you mean? No, how do you even call that shit? Uh, I've heard it used before. I don't know. It's a standard-ass word, bro. You know, sometimes you just it's hear how, these it's how random, like biologists will yeah describe sometimes things. you just hear these words and sometimes it it uh you internalize it then you just try using it's how I, it's, it's why I use the word oblong all the time <laughs> <laughs> it is a word I will use it <laughs> it just adds to your lexicon you know what I mean it just adds to your vocabulary of words yeah like, that's true like being able to like I know I don't even have the words for this but <laughs> knowing lots of words makes you sound smarter that's true alright Donald Donald <laughs> is he gonna do it again is he gonna win their election again do you think probably oh, yeah. I think he actually will Biden's just like he's like so senile at this point <laughs> is he like on death's door like, I, I think I've... he is <laughs> There's no way he's surviving four years of presidency. Like, let's be Bro, honest. I have no idea. How did this guy wither so much? Like, I mean, it's only been a few years. Like, it's not, you know, he was perfectly fine when Obama was president. But why is he, like, the best option for the freaking Democrats? It makes no sense. That's okay. I know you I weren't know. thinking. Oh, that video. <laughs> but he's a legend. Don't ask me. I don't know about ask that. But... China. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! He's got a couple of gems, but yeah. you know. But he's a legend. That's <laughs> weird. Like you know, you're, basically, people have the choice of like the lesser of the two evils. It's like you either have a a president who's a fucking dumbass, or you have a president who's half dead. Which one's better? <laughs> the one thing I will say is that I I respect Trump because he he he's like. He, for the most part, he's straight up. Like he actually says what he, what he thinks, and he will be straight up about it. Whereas a lot of the other politicians, it's hard to believe. Like when he talks about China and shit, like a lot of the times, it comes off as like crass or whatever. But at least you know he's being straight up. So I, I respect kinda, I respect him for that. If anything, I feel like that that's like his only good quality. Because, like, I don't think he actually has any, like, good leadership skills. Because he could... I feel like he could easily be diffusing the whole situation right now if he just had some uniting speech or some shit. But, like, instead he, he like, goes to Twitter and, like, rants about the most random Well, not stuff. only that. I mean, it's not just the like, Twitter part. Like, but I also feel I like... Remember I feel like people would attack him regardless of what he does. Because, like, I feel like ever since Trump has been president everyone's been shitting on him so even if he does something good I feel like it'll be taken out of context in some way with just well they did that with Rob Ford remember remember when Rob Ford was a mayor of Toronto it's like 
he he did some of the best things for the city as far as like you know ending construction in certain places, fixing right. the roads up, fixing the infrastructure up, getting the TTC back on its feet. Like Rob Ford did all of that, and I mean he was exposing a bunch of these politicians for using public funded money on like shitty gift cards and stuff like that. There's a you know iconic video of him doing that. And but the only thing that he really got famous for was that Buddy just smoked crack, it's crack like, cocaine. You know, it's like, yeah, it's just like oh, that completely sewered his entire reputation, you know. And he well, he ended up dying from cancer, like you know. It's just like you have to look at all the good stuff he's done. But I mean, I don't know about Trump. I'm not saying that I'm not saying that Trump's done the exact same. Trump's been pretty fucking shit. But you know, there's like sometimes we'll hit when he'll say the right thing. I just like I don't know this guy. This guy closed the lights of the White House and hid inside a bunker because mans were outside his front door. Like, you have to understand, that bunker was built in World War II era. I was reading about it. It's like, it's a nuclear bunker. I mean, it's designed to protect the president from an all-out nuclear war. This thing is lead-lined. It's, like, deep in the underground and the underbellies of the White House. And Trump was down there in, like, a nuclear-sealed, you know, bomb-proof chamber just because a couple of mans were out in front of his door with, like, some signs and shit. It's just like, you know, did you really need to do all that? No. It's like, I feel like if he was more active and as far as like, if he, if he had a little bit of a better leadership strategy, he might've been able to exactly. not That's fix, not fix maybe. Like obviously you can't just fix things with one speech. Could be better handled. At least, yeah. Yeah, exactly. At least, okay, fine. Uh, let me listen to you. Let me see what's up, you know, and let's, let's kind of move forward from there. But exactly. he just, you know. He just kind of cowered behind, like, our little rat, you know? Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, meanwhile, Buddy on this side, I mean, Trudeau... Trudeau was, like, super silent when someone asked him about Trump. He didn't even talk. He was just like, like, yo, I'm not even going to give him the light of day. I mean, that was a pretty good move, I'll say. But, yeah. I mean, I'm just glad that none of these riots are happening up here, man. Yeah. Shit, man. Two hours, 30 minutes. Uh, it's gonna be a long ass podcast. <laughs> That's fine. Phil's gonna listen to it. Gordon's what? gonna listen to it. Oh, Gordon! I said Phil's gonna listen to Gordon's it. Gordon's gonna listen oh. to it. Uh, Essen's cousin's gonna listen. <laughs> oh, no. oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! I have no words to describe this. He said, "Faggot." <laughs> <laughs> that word right there is gonna demonetize whatever. Yeah, right. I know. Spotify's just I, gonna I think it's it too late. For, for too, late. Sure. too much profanity has already been said. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we'd get demonetized like, from the first five minutes. No, we'd get cancelled immediately <laughs> because... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, thankfully like, we're not that was like, the thing, like my, my little cousins were like, both of them were like, you know, they were making fun of the whole podcast thing. They're like, oh, when are we going to be guests on the podcast? I can't wait to talk about like... You know, sh- I can't wait to shit all over like brown guys and shit. I'm like, yeah, we'll we'll probably be canceled before you get on here. So, <laughs> absolutely not. You won't even have. Yeah, you won't have the opportunity to get up here and you know be weird. So. <laughs> happens, happens to the best of us. Yeah. I mean, we got a few listeners. I'm just hoping that you know none of them catch feels, catch feels, or message me afterwards. Like, I can't believe you said that. What the fuck. <laughs> I mean, but like Phil said, let's be real. For the most part, every I feel like most normal people are, have the same thoughts. But They're thinking it. We're yeah. just saying it. That's all. That's the thing, because yeah. like, so. it's people nowadays are like feels before reels, you know. 
let their emotions get in, like ahead of them before they rationalize it. So if it, but it is what it is, you know. You just gotta put it out there. Inevitably, there will be haters. So it is what it is. Just gotta deal with it. And whatnot. And whatnot. <laughs> Big machines and shit. <laughs> One of the greatest presentations. <laughs> Big machines and whatnot. You left me alone. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, take in. Phil had that. He said big machines and whatnot. Meanwhile, Ali and I had the greatest synergy (laughs) of any presentation I've ever been with this man. Yo, because the thing is, like, you know, when we do group presentations, like, I'm, as far as, like, the articulation goes, like, it's usually just kind of, like, whenever there comes a time where we have to do something very technical, like, I'm pretty good at explaining technical shits. So I wasn't expecting this man to just take the reins and go with it, you know what I mean? This guy this guy went full all out, he sounded like me, and then he like tossed it over to me too, like perfect segue. We were on it, we hadn't presented, we hadn't practiced one time. It's just, we have five minutes to get this shit ready, let's go. Yeah, ours was not so good. I was just asshole supreme. I kind of wish we just like stuck around just to see the other shits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should have like your pretty jokes. Pedro was chill, he liked me, so he gave me the pass. I think I'm pretty sure he was chill with everybody and he gave everybody a pass knowing him. Yeah. I don't think he was listening to any of these presentations. I think he was just looking at some of the pictures and making sure that we didn't completely go off the rails. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, we don't know if this machine is certified in Canada, but seeing as how it's been here for 20 years. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> oh, man. I don't miss school whatsoever, but I do miss those moments. Those were fun. I miss the party yeah, times and, like, the fucking around and whatever. Like, Doris. <laughs> Doris. <laughs> Doris Burke. Yo. My friend over there thinks you're hot. <laughs> Well, Phil and I were in the front row. <laughs> like, we were just fucking dying. We're, standing, we're sitting right in front of this woman and we're fucking dying out of nowhere. Yeah. And she goes, is there something you'd like to tell me? <laughs> we did that a lot. I'm surprised she called us out like that long into it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I still, and then before that, me and Phil were like dying. We were laughing at her boots. <laughs> I remember me and Phil couldn't stop laughing the whole class. We're just laughing at her whole, like at her boots, bro. Oh man. Yeah, it's actually it was just some retarded shit, but it was so funny. <laughs> like, it didn't even make sense. <laughs> I know, cause I don't know why I had this image of her just like, trying to do dead, <laughs> trying to do like dead. Like- <laughs> yeah, you know, I had this image of her like trying to do like deadlifts in those boots, bro. <laughs> And I could have shot dying, bro. They kill me, though, when it's you're like, hey, yo, she's so fucking hot. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did it. It's like, it was so random, too. Like, we sent him a picture with, like, jeans or some shit. We were talking about jeans, and this guy literally goes, Doris is fucking hot. <laughs> like, what the This guy was fried. I do remember that. This guy was like half asleep. <laughs> but he woke up every now and again. And I used to crash in that class like, so much. I used to oh, sleep yeah, in that class. Essen was like oh, dead. Oh, I remember uh, there'd be times where this guy was like 
what was it when uh, Suji was just like face down on the desk? <laughs> that was actually jokes. <laughs> but he actually—he's done that a few he times. He was KO'd. face down in her class, and he was—he was face down in. Uh, remember uh, Hoda's exam? Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. But he was man. fully asleep. The invigilator was like, "Yo, whose man's this?" <laughs> like, man, that was the same exam that I came like, in late. The man didn't know what to do. He's like, "What do we do with this guy?" <laughs> Like, like he's like, do I, I like? If he ever finished it? Like, do what? you think he finished his exam? No, he did. He did. Yeah, he did. Right? Yeah, he just like, yo, do I like, I, cut, like, do I like shake him to wake him up, or like, <laughs> am I allowed to? Like, <laughs> like, he had to call I'm someone to sure ask them what should I do. Like, he, I remember he had to like go on the phone and be like, okay, like, what am I allowed to do? I do remember that. He like picked up the phone. He's like, there's a kid sleeping here. <laughs> But that was the same exam that I came in half an hour late. What exam was that again? Yeah. And, uh, it was, pro- it was, it was Oda, some project right? management. I think it was project management. Yeah, it was project management. It was the one where we had done this like fucking the stressful a- ass. Training? Yeah, that stressful ass yeah. project that we only got a seventy-five percent on. But we like, I you know, we poured in bare time and like. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was you. Not, was that the case that thing? That was all you. That was the remember the app that we were making where it was like we were gonna you know auto, you know use AI to like predict people's grades. Oh and shit. yeah, that was that was um I don't know it was a weird course. Yeah, was kinda, that was a group we had with Ashwin. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's a nice guy. <laughs> I remember like um, when I had an interview with uh, what was that company Brock. He kept right. he kept asking me. He's like, "Bro, did you get hired? Like, let me know, bro." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they kept doing that. I remember Ashwin and Sai used to do that all the time. Like, oh, you know, did you get hired? I was okay if it was Ashwin, but Sai was getting axed. Fuck that guy. But he's getting canceled. Sai, if you're listening to this podcast, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I think we can we can say, we can say right. this. We can say it straight up now, cause bro, he's cybersecurity analyst. Bro, he's gonna hack you. That's fine. Here, if you're listening to this right now, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Fuck you know how like you stand for. You know, you know the memes with like the FBI guys. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah I'm like, about uh, to get a text message text from him. From like fuck you too. <laughs> <laughs> Don't move. Yeah. Don't, Don't move. move. <laughs> oh fuck! Stay right there. Stay right. Stay there. right there. Stay <laughs> Or just a text that says, hold up. <laughs> oh, man. Good times, man. They were fun, man. I don't miss it, but they were fun. I'm just yeah. glad we got out before COVID. Yeah, we actually... Uh, yeah. That's like some, well, we dodged a big bullet. Next bro. level time. The biggest bullet, actually. <laughs> we dodged a missile. We dodged a nuke. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine having to do one more semester online. Especially with the courses we had. Imagine yeah. with capstone. Fuck. Oh god. Fuck. <laughs> Just fully RTFM. Yeah, yeah, I wonder yeah. what they did with all the soil, bro. Burned it. Uh, it. No, we left it there. I I took all the sense. I know we did. We yeah we did. Against his wishes, I think he wanted us to dismantle it and like throw it out. Yeah, yeah I, I took um, off all the sensors just, and all the wiring, and I gave it to him like any like equipment and then literally the, the container I just left there like, yeah the I think pl- that they expected us to like take yeah I think they expected us to like <laughs> take everything apart 
Because he sent an email. He's like, we need you to dismantle this whole thing. Yo, how much did we end up spending on that? Like 1500 bucks total? Uh, <laughs> it was a budget. That? Budget was 700 right? Yeah, we spent, I think, close to eighteen. It was close to two grand. Yeah, we, we moved over... <laughs> That's the most by. overpriced shit. <laughs> that was so yeah. shit for two thousand dollars. Holy crap! And we didn't even buy the controllers to take it. <laughs> teeth them. We teeth them from yeah. like Tom. That yo also taken. We dipped into this man's research money to fund this shit too. <laughs> that was research. <laughs> Controls research. It wasn't no, even, no, no, no. It wasn't even Actually, we we budget. didn't. We didn't. We we. I remember we ended up just paying the whole, like giving the whole school to pay it, like the whole budget. We, yeah, like, I think he, he managed to finesse the school, didn't he? We yeah, we finessed we finessed them, but like <laughs> I remember. I think yeah, we, the whole no, like no, whole, yeah, yeah, yeah. the whole the whole somebody, dipping into his. We just kept submitting no, fucking so many receipts, and they were like, "Okay, here's the money." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, the whole dipping into his like research budget was just to like get us to get the shit done. Like, I feel like yeah. that's what it was. He knew that the school was going to pay for it. That's true. You know, $700 is not enough for Capstone. Like, it's just not possible. Like, I don't understand. I mean, if you're making, like, a Chrome extension for your Capstone, like, that's not going to require you to have... Yeah, I guess. You know, like, <laughs> if you're making a Chrome extension, you could do that shit for free. If you're just getting <laughs> 700 free bones, you know what I mean? It's like... <laughs> you know, if you're a software developer and, you know... If you're a software developer and you're running a capstone project and you ask seven hundred dollars, like, all right, sick, you know, a new pair of Jordans done. (laughs) (laughs) Or all the monster cans that'll be needed to make it. Oh man, yo, I would have bought all of them. Fuck it. I would have had the most like painful solid shits, but it'd be worth it. Phil, where are you? Pardon? I feel like this is a good time to end the podcast, though. Like two Me? Hours, 40 hold on, hold on. Phil, yeah, where are you? I'm at home right now. I'm with you. Oh, okay, okay. Gotcha. I had no idea. I thought you were in, like, somewhere else. No, I'll be gone soon anyways, though. Back to French land. You going to Quebec or Montreal? Uh, I'm going to stop in Montreal, fuck the bitch, and then go to Quebec. Gotcha. The next Sounds night. like a plan. So Tuesday, I'm going to stop in Montreal for a little bit. Yeah. Right. It's good. I bet. Are they? Wait, they're not finding you, right? What? They're not. Uh, they're not finding you for travel, are they? Finding? Like, oh no, they're paying me to travel, actually. <laughs> no, no, because like, because um, I, uh, I had a friend of mine whose parents got fined for traveling between Ontario and Quebec. Uh, that was in. Like they um, caught them with. That was in uh, May, I believe, but it was if only if you don't have a valid reason. Like, I had letters from both companies, so I think it would have been fine. Gotcha, so they gave you documentation. Right? Yeah, yeah, but, like, they got right, lifted right, right. at the end of May, so I should be good now. I mean, my dad traveled to Toronto, like, a couple weeks ago, so... Yeah. He drove? No, 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 he flew into Toronto. He flew? Yeah. yeah, I think flying is fine. I think, I mean, I'm planning on flying out to Banff very soon yeah. anyway, like in August with my Yeah, family, I know, so. uh, because apparently they were, like, they had people, like, um, at the borders and were turning them away yeah, for Quebec, Ontario, so, um, yeah, at a certain point, but I think that's done with now, so. That's good. Yeah, we'll see how she goes. Yeah. Uh, as long as anyway. the gyms are open, they'll be mm-hmm. happy, so. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's just gonna live at the gym now. Yeah. That's literally what I've been doing. That's I mean, it's better than living at home, right? 
Exactly. I agree. I don't know. I I kind of like having a home, but you know, teach his own, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're a real elite, you can, yeah. live, you can live at someone else's house. Just find a girl and live at her place for free. Right, and then just like spend your entire day at the gym. Yeah, <laughs> bang for mat. base. You just need, you just need, you know, like those mats that we use to like, you know, do like our core workout on. Just stack a couple of those. Oh <laughs> yeah, just, that was basically my sleeping. <laughs> just stack a couple of those. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yo, three yoga mats and you're blessed, bro. Like that's that's it. It's comfy as hell, bro. The bitches want to notice. <laughs> How? How do they not notice? It's like, yo, you're just basically slamming into the ground. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> That's okay, my dick wasn't working anyways, so we never, we never got to Yeah, but it. when it does work, you're just slamming into the ground. But, it does. Shit. but that's good, though, because it'll be like more force when I'm going into her. I feel I don't think that's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Instead of instead of pounding into a cushion that is the bed, it'll be pounding into the ground. Phil <laughs> no, has a point. I agree. I get you're gonna break something. Yeah, but I guess isn't that the goal? Um, <laughs> depends on what you break. <laughs> yeah, yo, I've seen some scary videos, bro. Yeah. Oh, that one of that man getting his yeah. shit just oh, bust no. up, bro. That shit was bad. Oh, well, like no, that's no. that's why I'm I, I will be on top and I will be doing the pounding so I can control my dick and not have it get snapped. <laughs> right. Yeah. So you've already got that's a good. contingency plan. Okay, that's good. Of course. <laughs> Gotta be ready well, for. You anything. can't have you can't have your shit break in half. That I don't know if that's fixable. Yo. I don't think. Yeah. That's, how does that even? I don't even think my dick's long enough for that to happen. I don't know. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, it just, I mean, anything's possible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know why, for some reason, I'm think thinking all these, like, scenarios in my head of, like, you know, it's like shit breaking. <laughs> yeah. I think if, if, if enough, you know, force is applied, you know, force is equal to mass times, etc. So if there's enough acceleration and force... Yeah, if it's, if it's too much on one angle, yo. Yeah, if it's what? too much force without safe. enough lubricant, then it's death. <laughs> oh, shit. Then it's rug burn. It's rug burn boys for days. Yeah, uh, okay, yo. Uh, that's... Okay, axis. <laughs> We're canceling. We're already canceled at this point, bro. You this podcast is canceled. Anchor's, Anchor's going to listen to this and be like, what the hell is wrong with these people? Are you guys still These recording? Guys are, or? They're getting off to you. Yeah. Have you been? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, for a second, I was like, "Oh shit!" Bro, I was gonna, I was gonna <laughs> slap you through the internet if you said that you stopped recording. <laughs> Yo, this no, no, guy like had a delayed said, response said, too. Because you said we were done. <laughs> no, because you said we were done earlier. So I don't know if you guys stopped the recording at that point or not. No, 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 no. I I usually just wait until the call is like for like for sure yeah. and. Because you know, we, we've been saying we're done for like the last couple of hours. <laughs> it's just yeah. like, it'll keep going. Yeah, I never I it's never like, uh, even pressed the record button to begin with. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. No, I'm just there's going to be, that means, yo, there's going to be a certain point in this podcast where it's just dead silence while Phil talks. <laughs> it's just a lot of those points, because they're straight up rants. No, no, just, like, they're yeah, straight just up, be like, you guys talking up. and then like random quiet. <laughs> <and> like... <laughs> 
said exotic just, exotic just like random, random points of just like me like, like yeah yeah right <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who are you talking to <laughs> just giggling uh, every now and again like you know <laughs> snorting <laughs> Yo, yeah. yo, Issa, just for sure. Yeah, that's, that's you, crazy. Like, yeah, yeah. I will, I will. <laughs> just like, will. just like, take off Phil's voice. <laughs> just, like, at the points where he's ranting, just like, cut him off. And just like, record us. Yeah, yeah, I will. I'll make a, I'll make a director's cut. <laughs> but after that, yeah. We'll, we'll run that one. That'll be pretty funny. Anyway, this conversation was good, though. Yeah, I missed hearing your voice, Phil. Are we going to find while. more topics for the next too. one? Yeah, man. It's, it's been a wild couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we'll I mean, run as the, shit. Yeah, as the weeks keep progressing, more and more crazy shit's going to pop up. So yeah, we're going to have some material. more uh, wild topics to talk about. It'll be nice. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah. Exactly. It is still 2020. Anything can happen. Oh, actually, the the uh, the end of the world's tomorrow, so I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, apparently they were wrong. Eh? The real like, oh, yeah, by the way. states. <laughs> yeah. It'd be a good. It'd be a good time to end though. Yeah. It's actually twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah. All right, Phil. Thanks for uh, thanks for doing this. Actually. Yeah, man. Um, I know you wanted to be on here, but I'm glad we actually got this whole thing done. We're gonna get you on here a few more times. It was a good sure. time. Yeah. I feel like I, I wasn't able to, like, verbalize everything properly because I, I didn't, like, have... No, you verbalized time. enough. But, like... Yeah. <laughs> Why did you sound mad offended, bro? Why did you sound mad offended, bro? Why? As soon as this call is done, it's like, Phil, fuck yeah, you. I'm gonna... Yeah, I'm basically just gonna rant on Phil. I, I just find it funny how. <laughs> so no head. <laughs> so, so no head. <laughs> oh man. No, I'm just playing around. Turns you on said, PS5. Uh, you said everything. You said a lot of things pretty really pretty well actually. So. Yeah, it was a good All time. Right, guys. Until uh, until next week. Are you gonna are you gonna feature uh, are you gonna feature uh, Essen or Aegis on this? We'll try to. Yeah. I feel like yeah. Essence, all he's going to talk about is food. But we'll try. <laughs> we'll bring like, him, maybe, maybe we'll bring him on for like the second half, you know? Like, we'll have a good yeah. show. Or the, yeah, we could probably do that. <laughs> like food casts right. and then different... Different topics. All right, man. Well, all right. Thanks for reaching. We'll, uh, we'll see you next week. All right, see you guys next year. All right, later. All right, Peace out.